Bronan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the Zomundo podcast. In the golden age of podcasts, there was but one undreamed of. And unto this Zumundo, destined to wear the crown of pop culture upon a troubled brow. You are now listening to Doolin and Keith on the Zumundo Podcast. And welcome to Zumundo Podcast, episode 26. Six? I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. Hope you guys had a Zumundus <laughs> week. Thank you for coming back and hanging out with us. Yeah, we got a long one for you we tonight. Have, we have got a long show. We got a special extended with uh, Comic Man. We went off the rails with Comic we Man did, this indeed. week a little bit, but that like was cool. Yeah, like we, we didn't just talk about comics. We like we went into a whole movie discussion and everything, which is fine because we're all about the pop culture here. And the movies and stuff. And yeah. the movies and stuff yeah man how has your week been sir uh my week has been great man i actually uh uh i uh i'm wearing a ninja turtle shirt which I i've th- worn yeah. on the show before we're not yeah. live we're so, not live tonight um i uh i you know what i did this week man as i bought a crack book. no 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 gross uh, <laughs> Meth? i bought hmm. a uh a book that i read back in the day back in grade school uh that i remembered and i think i've bought this book before there might be a copy somewhere else but uh i bought the book in a dark dark room which is a little scary book and it's, it's um it's actually from uh, the I Can Read series, and the book was written in 1984, but I saw, you know... Did you learn to read 80s. this week? Uh, no, no. <laughs> this is a level two. Actually, you know, I kind of geeked out on that a little bit. Okay. I got fond memories of that book. It's got some really cool stuff. Got a lot of I fond can, memories I of can, that um, dog, Dad. I can... Uh, <laughs> we named the dog Indiana. Um, but uh, no, it's cool. So I bought it, and then I, I read a little bit about the uh, You Can... Uh, what did I say that I can read series mm-hmm. and um, this was a level two book and it was kind of neat that uh, you, I don't know if they I'm sure they still do stuff like that there's a bunch of books that are part of that series but it went back all the way to the 50s and it was kind of like there's books that you read out loud to little kids and then mm-hmm. then as you can learn to read like I think a level two is a book that like you still need help with certain words and stuff like that and then eventually it gets more advanced which I, I thought yeah. it was cool man I was like oh sweet I was part of a reading program I didn't okay know it. you know and it wasn't just reading rainbow um, I remember uh, doing Book It. Remember that? You could finish a book and get a free pizza. The, uh, no, I don't remember you don't, that. You remember That's that cool, like, when we were in grade school? We had like book fairs and stuff. I also well, didn't get yeah, to I mean, The book fair was epic in and of itself. But, yeah, um, the book fair was always super cool. Oh, did I, oh, I, don't know, I didn't know if I told you this, but a couple of years ago, um, I went, uh, this is like right before I met my girlfriend, mm-hmm. I went around to a bunch of the public schools in costume as Superman. Oh, I saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I went back to. Um, I attended a few. He different, was invited first. Of I was. All. Yeah, yeah, I was invited by the by the school district, but I went back to. Um, I went back to a couple. I went to grade school at a couple different schools in cool. the district, yeah, but yeah. where I went to kindergarten. Okay. I went back to this school. And where I went to kinder as Superman to where like go you went to where I went to kindergarten oh, cool. yeah. and stuff, and I was like, and I was with like my person who was like my official from the district who was yeah, like my yeah. my handler, so to speak. Did, so did you guys like read to the kids? And stuff, well, no, 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 no. I just I just was. Uh, they were doing this whole thing about like eating healthy, like eat like a superhero oh, right and on. stuff like that. But I remember like uh, we, we were getting ready to walk out, and we were walking by the library, mm-hmm. and they had the door open and it just said book fair today, and I was like. Holy shit! It's the book fair. <laughs> you got all excited. And I turned to like I turned to uh, Carolyn, who was my handler, and I was just like, 
can we go in the library for a minute? And she's like, yeah, of course. So I like, I go in and I'm like, I'm like, I'm I'm a 40 something year old man, but I'm running in like, Oh my God, it's the book fair. And this like grown ass man dressed like Superman coming in there. It's like, it's like, I remember all this stuff. Yeah. It was, it was, uh, I was, it was a cool experience when your class got to go in there and look around and, and, uh, that was an exciting part of the year. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. man. That was fun. But, uh, but yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's great, man. I'm, I'm ready to get into the show. <laughs> you ready to get into the show? Yeah. All right. Well, um, sometimes before we get into Brews News and Reviews, yeah. uh, it, it seems like it seems like we have to do this a lot lately. It does. And death needs to chill the F out and just take... Can, can death, can you, can you take a couple months off before we get to 2024, please? Because it's getting ridiculous. But uh, sometimes, unfortunately, people who have... Uh, Made an impact on our lives, entertainers, careers and, in the entertainment yeah, business. Yeah, people in the entertainment business, they unfortunately pass away, and uh, when that happens, we do have to say farewell and send, give them, a, give them their due with a Zumundo farewell. So this is our Zumundo farewell. We're gonna raise our glasses to a few people who passed away. A few. There's yeah, there's all oh, there's more than one. Oh, unfortunately, man. I know. I'm I'll, definitely tracking one. For well, sure. you know the one we're gonna talk about here in just yeah. a minute, but I'm gonna start with. Um, we're going to kick it off with, um, in the last week since we last mes- met for the Halloween special, mm-hmm. Richard Mull, uh, best known for playing Bull Shannon, the bailiff on Night Court. Um, oh, I saw that. Passed away at yeah. age 80. I love that show. Yeah. I mean, well, you know what the Loved funny thing? Loved it, I guess. I haven't you know, seen it in Well, years I remember before. watching the show with my parents. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those things, like they watched Night Court and Cheers. Like they yeah, would watch yeah. those two shows together. I remember like watching that with my parents and being, and not understanding any of the jokes but just knowing when it was time to laugh because the studio audience was laughing. So that's it, when it I was, was supposed definitely to laugh. an adult, you know, theme. I mean, it was talking literally night court. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. All the weird things you would see at night. But yeah, but I would room. sit on the couch with my parents when I was a, a wee little, wee little guy yeah, and watch that kind of the, uh, but, the comic relief you could understand. From yeah. That as a kid, well, bro. he was like, he was a big guy. Like he Huge. was, he was yeah. six foot eight hulking presence, but he played this role as this uh, large imposing figure that was like yeah. dim, dim witted, but big hearted and you he was know? smart at sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he was always, yeah, but he brought a level of charm to the show that a lot of people remember about Night Court. He was the bailiff. Yeah, he he was the bailiff. You yeah. know, kind of kind of big, kind of strong, but dumb, but sweet at the same time. Yeah. Um, but a little bit of background on Richard Mole. Uh, he graduated with a history degree. Oh, cool! And uh, his father wanted him to go into law. Um, which I guess he kind of sorted <laughs> in a roundabout in a, way. In a, in a ended up in court, way. anyways. You yeah. know, he ended up in Night Court. Um, but his uh, his first. Uh, um, but instead, he decided to go into acting. Mm-hmm. Uh, his Some of his first performances were Shakespearean productions in Southern California. So he started out as a classically trained Shakespearean actor, eventually um, made his way into TV and film, and, you know, where he did Night Court, which, you know, we all know and remember him from. But he actually had more of an impact in our lives as like young as, uh, you know, kids than you might realize. Okay. Because after night work or night work, night court, he did a lot of film work or not film work. I'm sorry. Voice work. He did a lot of voiceovers and stuff like that. So, um, I used to love Smallville. He had a role in Smallville. He did that, but I didn't know that he was also 
Two-Face on Batman the Animated Series. Oh, wicked. That's and, a good show. Uh, and around the same time when Spider-Man the Animated Series was running. Yeah, I remember that too. He was Scorpion in Spider-Man the Animated oh, Series. Oh, wow. so he was all over the place. Uh, remember the Hulk animated series that ran in the 90s? I don't. Uh, well, he he was the abomination in, okay. in Hulk the Animated Series. Interesting. He had roles in the Justice League animated series. Holy so he, uh, he contributed far more to our childhood they, even though like Night Court kind of predates us a little mm-hmm. bit, yeah, he was he was around doing a lot of stuff in the '90s in the background that we just weren't aware of. Cool. So um, so Richard Mole passed passing away at age 80. Uh, we want to take a moment and pay our respects and raise our Zumundo glasses yeah, to Richard cheers. Mole. Cheers, man. I have a sip for Richard Mole. Thank you for the laughs. They were great. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um. And now this is, and this is the the one that everybody has been talking about this week. I remember, like, we were at a Halloween yeah. party, uh, you and I, this past week. And, I thought it was, and I was like, and I, and I looked what? up from my phone, and I looked up, and I said, "Oh my god, dude!" Yeah, Matthew Perry. I passed got the away. same notification. Yeah. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, so of course, Matthew Perry passed away this past week. Best known, of course, for playing Chandler on Friends. Indeed. Uh, and he, he passed away really, really way too young at age 54. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. Yeah. Or hear that. You know. Yeah. Um, you know, he had a lot of he had, he had a lot of fans from that show because Friends is like. It's a massive it, show. It's a massive show with a huge following. You know, I, I've, I've talked about it before on the show where I'd, I've done trivia nights before. Yeah. And by pop, I've uh, and admittedly, I've never watched Friends. But by popular thing, demands. I believe. I believe I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. By popular, excuse me, by popular demand, I did uh, a friend's trivia one night and it was packed. It was like oh, wall bet, to wall, yeah. huge. Um, so yeah, Matthew Perry, uh, best known for uh, playing Chandler and Friends and then following the role of Chandler, like he actually did start to slip into doing movies for a little bit in the 90s. Mm. Um, start alongside Selma Hayek in a romantic comedy, Fools Rush In. Oh yeah. Um, and he also had the honor of playing alongside Chris Farley in Chris Farley's last film, Almost Heroes. Um, do you remember that I one? It was it movie. was Chris Farley's last movie. Wow! Before I mean, well, actually, it was re- actually released after Chris Farley passed away. Okay. Um, uh, the whole nine yards with Bruce Willis. Okay. And uh, its sequel, of course. But uh, this this is a guy who uh, came from a really troubled background, troubled past. Um, he had kind of a rough upbringing, um, and over the years, really struggled with uh, drinking and addiction. Um, and after he passed, there was just this amazing outpouring of love and support for him all across Hollywood. Um, there was a lot, uh, on Twitter from, uh, people that you wouldn't expect, uh, former prime minister, Justin Trudeau, I'm not sorry, not former, former school friend and present prime minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. Uh, they were actually friends as children. Yeah. They, they went to the same school when they were kids. I didn't know that. Um, uh, act Viola Davis, actress Viola Davis. Gwyneth Paltrow, mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, mm-hmm. uh, as well as several of um, his former friends, castmates, all had um, very touching uh, tributes to him. Indeed. And, yeah. And Adele um, stopped one of her recent shows. Like she was in the middle of the show and she gave a tribute in the middle of one of her shows to say, he's probably the best comedic actor, uh, actor of all time. He was so open with his struggles and addiction with uh, with addiction and sobriety, which I think is incredibly brave. Yeah, she said so. That's wild, man. Um, yeah. So uh, Matthew Perry, 
uh, gone way too young at 54, man, just leaving behind a huge legacy. So for absolutely, that show was, was massive. I mean, it was, it was, it was iconic for people in, uh, of our age, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, I, I actually recently was on a plane and I watched, they had like three, three shows on three episodes of that show. Mm-hmm. spread throughout the series and uh it, it's kind of fun to watch and and i'm glad i got to see that before he passed away because it brought back some cool memories yeah yeah so uh for you matthew perry gone way too soon we're gonna raise our glasses and cheers. give a zumundo farewell to you matthew perry cheers brother hope to see you on the other side my again man. thanks for the great great amount of laughs there. absolutely like i mean people talk like that still like <laughs> yeah. impersonating his character pivot the show <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, so yeah. I always like to do Zumona farewells and get that done first because it's yeah, it's, it's, it's a little thing, thing, and I want to like I want to bring it back up from there because it's kind of sad. You it know, it is a little sad. Yeah. But sure. um, but we're gonna go from uh, we're gonna go from Zumona farewells to. And now, brews, news, and reviews. It's. Stinks. Sometimes it stinks. Sometimes it's awesome. Sometimes it's awesome. It is awesome tonight. And I'll talk to I'll talk about it here in just a little oh, bit. We got some news. We got some brews. We, we got, got some reviews. reviews. All the stuff. We got we got a lot of well, actually not a it's lot, a but we got show. a lot to talk about tonight. It is yeah. a long show tonight, guys. So uh, yeah, strap, strap in. in. Grab a Snickers. Yeah, hit pause. Uh, <laughs> listen to us on your next car yeah, trip. Yeah, you know, you know just if you're commuting to work or yeah. whatever, you know, you can pause us. We won't be offended yeah. if you put us on pause. And That's cool. And if you cool. get tired of it and miss the rest of it, you can always come back later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, 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 you know, we just, just, we're always here for you. Just, yeah. just like, uh, just like a good neighbor. Zumundo was there. We should, co- we should, co- <laughs> oh we should coin that. I just wrote uh, that just funny. now. I'm pretty sure that's somebody else's thing. Uh, <laughs> awesome, man. Um, what are you drinking over there, buddy? Uh, well, I did a review of a beer. I just wanted to mention oh, yeah. this one. Okay, you got a you got a beer. Spot. Yeah, I know you mentioned you had a beer that you had earlier yeah, this week. You I, wanted to talk I, about yeah, it. Yeah, I review. just I just drank it. And sure, I tried yeah. it out. And, so what kind um, of? I've like, had it before. It's uh, it's oh my gosh, I don't want to uh, lie about it. You, you, he's Here, going to his are, notes. What are you drinking? All right, I tell you, I'll start with what I'm drinking. So and this is nothing. So I went over to uh, went over to the Nikua store, and as you know, I don't really. There's not very. I think like the number of times I've ever drank actual beer on the show, I can count with one hand. So I'm drinking a. Uh, this is a. I'm back on keto, by the way. So mm-hmm. yeah, and I think I said that last week. Like eventually, I'm gonna be like I'm on keto again. Well, you know, a couple back. couple days later, like I was in the bathroom getting ready to take a shower. I took my shirt off and I looked okay. at my stomach and I'm like, ah, shit. All right, back on keto. Um, but uh, this is a Smirnoff citrus, like a citrus flavored Smirnoff, and then I have a. Uh, I have some seltzer, uh, not seltzer, seltzer water rather, uh, club soda basically, uh, both lime and uh, tangerine flavored that I kind of mix in there to make kind of this really nice citrus infused. Is, yeah, you're you're quickly it's it's Doolin's, uh mixed cocktail hour. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, well, you know, yeah, I don't do a lot of beer, man. Well, no, it's you've you've had a bunch of creative. Uh, I try um, to I try to keep it fresh by doing something because if I had it my way I would just drink vodka soda with the twist of lime every night so I'm trying to like switch it up a little bit, but uh, this is not bad it's a little bland okay it's it, you know well there's no sugar in it and so well, like that's okay. uh, yeah. yeah but uh, it's it's not bad All um, right. yeah. All right. I'm not much to talk about there. What did, what are you drinking so, this evening? So sir? I had a oh, no, what did my you review drink? is about. I just wanted to make sure I got the uh, the company right and stuff. I had a Southern Tier Brewing Company. 
two uh, X IPA. Okay. And, uh, I, I took the uh, the snotty nose for the for the team here, uh, <laughs> as I'm definitely allergic to probably hops or alcohol. Oh, um, every time, but just so you guys know, every time Keith drinks beer, That's he's got he has to get a box of tissues yeah. and blow my nose. And but it's it, it's really bad. Yeah. It's really it. There's like always there's a stack of like used tissues like next to him while he's like doing yeah, the it's thing. Kind of it's kind of silly, but uh, <laughs> the uh, alcohol. The ABV on it is 8.2%. It's definitely a double IPA. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got 80 international bitterness units, and uh, it's actually pretty good, man. I- I'll say it BTUs. starts... BTUs? Um, they're, they're IVUs. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what is BTU? I don't even know. BTU, body temperature unit? <sighs> um, anyway... Uh, Southern Tears 2X IPA is a it's a good one. It's uh, they claim it's feverishly hoppy. It's a hoppy beer. It, it has almost like a tart taste. And and once again, like when I like a good IPA, it's not boozy. It doesn't have to hide an alcohol flavor with like I say artificial sweetness, but like putting too much, um, you know, into the beer itself. It's mm-hmm. very drinkable. It's good. And it, it is a high alcohol beer. So if you have one, you know, you, you might get a buzz. Um, yeah, they're, they're pretty good, though. Um, and I, I've always liked that beer and I had it and I, I kind of drank it with a, you know, like I don't have a whole flavor profile for it or anything like that. in my Right. Head, but I have to say two thumbs up, two times thumbs up for this two times IPA. <laughs> OK. And uh, yeah, I like it. It's a classic. If you can get it on draft, it's very, very tasty beer. Yeah. Nice. Go, go Southern Tier. And they're, they're a pretty famous, uh, well-known, um, you know, brewery. So they've, mm-hmm. they've done a lot of cool stuff. Cool. Yeah, that's all I really have to say about that. That's all I have to say about that. Let's get into some news, buddy. All right. Uh, yeah. Before we get into the news, because I feel like it's kind of socially relevant right now. Like, uh, and I, I'm wait. Do you want to address that last or first? Wait. What are you talking? Well, about? I don't know. What are, what are you talking about? Well, okay. So we we watched. Um, well, yeah, I was going to do, do that last. You want to do it last? Yeah. All right. Because I, I just want to be careful with how I approach it. Okay. And, all right. We'll so, think about it for a second. All right. Well, we'll, we'll go. We'll go on that last. How about that? So one thing that might. Uh, lead into that but just a just a little footnote here apparently hbo was outed using secret twitter accounts on x or twitagra or twix or whatever the heck you call it now x right? twix x yeah um uh and specifically to bite back at people who criticize their shows on the platform according this is according to a website um okay interesting i i don't think that's impossible um it's kind of it seems like a lot of wasted effort though it's like who cares man people are going to be Criticism, crit, critical, critical of things that you make, mm-hmm. um, but it's like everybody was pretty critical of that season eight of uh, Game, of, Game Thrones. of Thrones. So I mean, including people at HBO. So there right. you go. Right. I mean, it's whatever, man. Uh, you make great art. You make you make mediocre art. You make bad art. It's gonna get criticized. Uh, yeah. Anyway, but all right, that's enough about that. Uh, really cool stuff is uh, Daniel Ratcliffe is producing a documentary on the stunt double uh, slash stunt performer. That oh, was uh, paralyzed on the set of one of their movies. Oh, man. Okay. The, the guy who was paralyzed, actually, was a gymnast. His name is David Holmes, and he served as uh, Ratcliffe's uh, stuntable for the first six Harry Potter movies. So he didn't get injured oh, man. until late in his career. Wow. And um, I thought that was pretty interesting. So him and Daniel Ratcliffe, obviously, they've maintained a relationship, and, mm-hmm. and they're, they're making a movie about uh, that a documentary rather. And I think it's going to be pretty interesting. And, you know, not a lot has come out of that camp recently. I mean, they've, they've had the, the, the other movies with, uh, uh, the animals. What is it? The mysterious. Yeah. I can't think right now. Uh, they, there was other movies post Harry Potter, but, um, they, uh, 
Mysterious Beasts, Fantastic Mysterious Beasts. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, you know, it's uh, for people who really like those movies, they're really engrossed in the the cast, the characters. There's so many documentaries about all of them growing up on film, literally, you know. I mean, they they play those characters for 10 years. Um, And I thought that was really, it's kind of, uh, I don't know, sweet's the right word or or what it is, but it should be interesting. I'm going to watch it. Okay. um, Because, you know, the behind the scenes stuff is pretty interesting to guys like us. And, okay. and everybody that's out there that likes that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, right on. Skipping my next one because it's the last one. And uh, I got a uh, uh, Netflix is putting some of the DC EU movies on their streaming service. Oh, um, Netflix is really? Yeah. Yeah. So did like, did uh, Max sell those off to? I don't know if there's a purchase involved or anything like that. I just know they're going to be on there. And here's the movies Man of Steel, which I still haven't seen. You still haven't seen Man no. of Steel? Dude. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, which. I think I saw that. Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, Birds okay. of Prey, Wonder Woman 1984, and The Suicide Squad. Wait, why is it on there twice? I don't maybe, know. maybe. Well, there's Suicide Squad and there's The Suicide Squad, okay, which is the follow-up. Yeah, yep, 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 that's it. And, okay. Uh, so those will be on Netflix if you haven't seen those or if you want to watch them again. Uh, okay. Hit it up. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Kind of cool. And that's, uh, I got one thing for video game news is everybody keeps asking me about Alan Wake. Alan Wake. And I have not played it. I don't really know I, much about I'm it. I'm not I just, familiar with it's, it. It's not really news. Just like apparently it's uh, it's very popular right now. I, even um, even at the uh, costume party we're at. Uh, Somebody people, dressed up at the, as Alan Wake? No, not at all. They were just, they they just knew who we were and they were like, dude, did you, did you check out Alan Wake yet? And I was <laughs> like, I, I've been so busy. I haven't gotten to it. But um, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting um, that it's, 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 I guess it's popular in like humans that I've seen recently, you know, that are pretty into it. So I've heard good things about it. Uh, the first one was, was, was well received. So apparently this one's doing really well. Okay, cool. Well, Alan Wake, maybe we'll have to check that out later. Yeah. Like when we finish the show, we'll play some video games and we'll see if, uh, not a bad idea. Yeah. We'll check that out. And, um, fun news Mm -hmm. was the, uh, my fun news we actually did with Charles today. So the, the, the screen crush, Number oh one yeah, of the summer number yeah. yeah. So this is a game yeah. that uh, we're gonna play with uh, Comic Man yep. here in a little bit when we talk to him and have him in for our, our comic book segment. But it was the we had to both guess the <laughs> top uh, the top films of the summer, not like necessarily the top of each year, but just and the, the per- best the best blockbuster yeah. summer film for each year from nineteen seventy five up to twenty twenty two. So it was it's um. It's the number we did one, okay. I yeah, think. we oh, pre-recorded. Yes. I that, thought you so. guys did great. Uh, it's the number one movie uh, of the summer. You graduated from high school. Is the the preface for that? It's yeah. a great article on Screen Crush. I like their website. I really like their YouTube channel. They do a great job. It's hilarious. I love the dog. Uh, it's it's awesome. So I'm a big fan of theirs. And um, yeah, I'm gonna stop. Okay. Uh, I'll stop there. <laughs> okay, stop there. Um, I got a couple things to talk about. Um, so uh, Gotham Knights, which I I was playing for a little bit, yeah. Okay. Um, which came out last year, which uh, kind of continues the Arkham games. Um, Spider Man uh, Two has apparently continued the Arkham games. Okay. Everybody loves that game too. Okay, cool. Um, Gotham Knights. Um, it's received mixed reviews. Okay. Um, it, because I got it free on Game Pass, and that's how I started playing it. Game Pass and, uh, is a pretty pretty good thing. A lot yeah. of people are like, "Hey, dude, it's free on Game Pass." Yeah, it's I hear free on Game Pass. Yeah, I know that's how I get that's how I get all my games for the most part. Um, it's received mixed reviews, and uh, most fans agree that it's just really not living up the previous Arkham games. And if I'm being honest, like 
it's really not as good as the other Arkham Why, games. Why story or combat? Or there's what? a couple of things. Um, clunky gameplay. It's like it's uh-huh. just it's just kind of it's not as fluid as the that, other games. And that was the things I always heard about those Arkham games. Is they're really cool. They're really and fun. yeah. They and didn't get like, the combat system was amazing. Okay. And didn't get repetitive. Um, this one, the the combat system, a lot of people said, and after playing it for some hours, I can like absolutely verify, the combat system is just not. It's just not. It's not working, you know what I mean? Uh, and a lot of fans say the same way. The the, rep- the missions are really repetitive in this, a lot of people say. And uh, it, it's leaving a lot of people to wonder, like, well, what might come next for the Batman game? So spoilers, if you haven't played uh, Gotham Knights, uh, you know, the, the game opens with Batman being killed off. Oh, wow. Um, now, you know, of course, you know, in comic book world, nobody's ever really dead. Um, yeah, so, you know, it always leaves room for, you know, for Batman to come back, of course, because, you know, anybody can come back. And we'll talk about that here in just a few minutes. Michael Keaton came back. Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, this is leading a lot of people to push for, you know, well, what's next for the Batman games? They want to see something that's kind of a throwback, but still a little bit different. And um, there's a huge push right now. Uh, fans really want to see a Batman Beyond okay. Arkham style game. Uh, we, we like we're putting Terry McGinnis in the role of of Batman and everything, and I don't know if you if you were around if you watched any of the Batman Beyond series when that was on, but oh, dude, if it was Batman Beyond was actually it was really crazy if you were around when Batman Beyond came out because like a lot of people were sitting around saying like, what is this like teenage Batman stuff? This is stupid. Get out of here. But like if you go back and watch it, like. It was really good, and it was like a nice uh, nod to Batman the Animated Series, like with Kevin Conroy as, as Bruce Wayne and everything. Um, and they actually and they did a movie called Return of the Joker, and Mark Hamill actually came back and voiced the Joker for that. But um, I'm I'm on board for that, man. I think uh, a Batman Beyond video game in the Arkham universe would mm-hmm. be great. So interesting, yeah. So that's what I have for that. Cool. Um, they're 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, classic movie. And book. Um, so, um, <coughs> surprise, surprise, Disney had a reimagining uh, for 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea planned as a, a Nemo, Captain Nemo origin story. Right. Uh, Disney has scrapped that now. Okay. But um, it has been picked up by AMC. Ooh, the movie theater proper. Yeah. So, well, AMC, well, they've got a streaming service where, like, all the Walking Dead properties and everything here. Yeah. So, AMC. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay. AMC. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, No, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, AMC, the the TV station. Space it out. Um, But so, uh, this, the name of the series is called The Nautilus, and it will tell the story of Captain Nemo, who was an Indian prince robbed robbed of his birthright and family, a prisoner of the East India Mercantile Company and a man bent on revenge of the forces, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, of the forces that took everything mm-hmm. from him. He set sail with his crew on board the Nautilus, battling foes and discovering magical underwater worlds. So cool, man. Disney scrapped this, AMC picked it up. So I don't know, I'm I'm kind of, I'm intrigued by it because it's like, it's one of those things where it's like, it's still kind of a familiar property, but not so familiar that like, People are going to be extremely concerned. Like, hey, in the 1960-something, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, Captain Nemo didn't look like that. I don't think it's going to be that big of a deal um, in terms of, like, whatever reimaginings they decide to do to it. Because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of people that are... I will say that classic movie and mysterious 
Island, which is another great movie mm-hmm. uh, from back in the day. I mean, I, I, gosh, I don't even know how old those are, but um, the ship was the same ship in mm-hmm. the movies and there was some continuity. I don't remember if Captain Nemo was played by the same guy or not. Um, possibly because the ship was broken in Mysterious Island. Mm-hmm. Like it's always a cool, exciting, that's a, that's an exciting, um, you know, set of, set of films. Yeah. And, and the story's great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, so that's something to look forward to. We've yeah, got, uh, we've, we've got, uh, the Nautilus coming to AMC at, uh, and a time TBD. Sorry. Okay. You, you get over there. You got sound. Yeah. It just, right? got, it just got quiet. All right. Sorry. In about my that. Ears. All right. Sorry. Yeah. All right, so we're going to go to the the big thing um, that I've seen covered like all over news articles and TikTok and Facebook and everything. So I was only going to mention one little part of this whole thing. Oh, I, I, well, it'll it'll dev- it'll evolve into a whole thing, I'm sure. Yeah. So um, Variety magazine put out a piece about um, the MCU, and they're kind of saying the quiet part out loud. They're saying a lot. Yeah, they're saying a lot about this. Um, the MCU. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the MCU is there we go. not doing well. Uh, you know, and I I'm going to I might be the antithesis of this article. I might okay. disagree because I think a lot of stuff is happening in the uh, IP that's going to make it uh amazing. Um, but I'm also kind of late to some of these movies and just excited about them in general or re-excited about them, I should say. Well, uh, I don't know, I'm going to sum up a lot of this. I'm not going to like read you the whole thing, but I, you know, I took some uh, footnotes and everything okay. here. But uh, a lot of people would say, and I kind of agree, the MCU has kind of been in this steady decline since the end of Phase Three with Endgame. Uh, Forbes magazine also put out a piece okay. on this, like kind of agreeing with it as well. But um, basically, this article is saying that uh, the MCU has kind of failed to build a cohesive world with an overarching narrative since Endgame finished. Um, their hits, the movies that are doing well, are fewer fewer and farther between. Mm-hmm. Thor, Love and Thunder, Ant-Man, Quantumania, box office duds, they did not do well at all. Got mixed reviews, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Disney Plus is bleeding subscribers. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are saying, and I, I'm kind of inclined to agree with this, there's just... There's too much Marvel content now. Okay, I've heard that. And with all the shows that came out in some of the later phases, that's definitely the the superhero fatigue that we've talked about prior to. And I think that's what everybody's referring to with that. Too much mm-hmm. content. Uh, people don't want to be obligated to watch everything to make yeah. anything make sense. Make it sense, yeah. Um, and there's there's still been some, some big movies. Obviously, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 was big. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, that was probably the biggest one out i've heard great things about werewolf at night i haven't watched it yet yeah um but then you have stuff like that slapped like wandavision slapped that was amazing debatable uh uh and then loki is you know going down as possibly the best show they've made period debatable <laughs> according to some this we, we can we can disagree right. on this and have a conversation i think loki's awesome i've been watching the crap out of it and it's really good uh two episodes left in the season coming up lots of stuff going on um and it, it does tie in. It actually makes quantum mania make more sense, uh, kind of, um, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, there's a lot to this article that just came out. Everybody's talking about it. Every reviewer is talking about it. Every critic's talking about it. South Park's even talking about it. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, get, yeah. we'll get to that because yeah. we actually watched uh, the South Park special <laughs> yeah, before we, we recorded. Yeah, we checked out the uh, Panderverse Which we'll, we'll, we'll get to that at the end. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, and the only things uh, I saw um, uh, in Phase Four, uh, I saw Doctor Strange Two. 
Doctor Strange 2, I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spider I enjoyed it. Spider Man No Way Home. I haven't seen that one. That was probably the best thing they've and, done since yeah. Endgame. Yeah. Okay. And uh Guardians of the Galaxy Three, and which we talked about on the show. And that was that was it really. I saw Guardians in the theater. I, I mean, saw I saw Ant Man in the theater. I yeah. think I think where where I where I officially checked out of um MCU for me was uh like I, I watched I remember I watched Loki season one, I watched WandaVision. Um I started to watch Moon Knight. Um, but for okay. me, like I went when Miss Marvel came on, I was watching this and I was like, this is like a Nickelodeon teen show. Well, she's kind of that kind of character yeah, anyway. And that's fine, but like but I was watching, I was just like, okay, I'm I feel like I'm too old to be watching this show. Like okay. this is not really for me. And you know, and I'm not saying like I get it. You want to attract like young people to the brand of course yeah but i didn't watch it but but i feel like like okay well if i don't want to watch it i shouldn't like not know what's going on in the movies facts and they're about to drop the marvels and she's a big part of that story yeah Yeah. exactly but did you have to watch that for the marvels make sense did you have to watch wandavision well marvels isn't out so i can't tell you right and wandavision obviously plays into that where wandavision um, plays into the marvels yeah she gets her powers uh i'm sorry forgetting your name right now um Monica Rambo. My, yeah, Monica Rambo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I just want to say Space Force when she <laughs> says that. I'm thinking of the, yeah. the Space Force guy, right, from that show. But um, yeah, uh, yeah, and I, I get that, right? But the whole thing that everybody loved in the beginning was the tie-ins, you know, Captain America, and, you know, the Tesseract and stuff. Like the the this, and they they went back and retconned some things thing to was... make those movies make sense. I.e., the Mind Stone and Loki's. Staff well, wasn't originally the thing. Well, the thing about that, though, was like at the time, uh, you know, from like Iron Man 2008 to Endgame 2019, mm-hmm. there was only like two or three movies a year that we were doing. You know what I mean? Like, and they were. Was huge. it even that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, not not at first. Like, no. I think by by the end, it was like, it was like two year or three. Yeah. Well, yeah, one a year, and then it went to like two movies a year, and then like three movies a year. But like, we can do three movies a year. You know what I mean? Three like, big movies a year is a lot of big movies. Yeah, time. but I mean, but that's fine. Like, we can set aside three nights out of the year to like go see a Marvel movie. That's fine. If but, it's really yeah, good. but now mm-hmm. it's like all of these disjointed projects, and like I was just like I, at at a certain point, I'm like I don't have time to watch all these shows. And that's the thing. The shows kind of drug us down in the. Um I say us. That means like everybody. I'm not. I'm not saying mm-hmm. it. They, they didn't drag me down. I haven't even gotten to all of them. Right. Well, the thing um, is, I, I feel like um, Disney just really invested too much in streaming. Like they are like, we've got to keep these Marvel fans, we got to keep these Star Wars fans locked into these subscriptions. So we need to take a story that could be a movie, but instead of releasing a movie. We're going to spread this out over I, eight episodes. I think that was when, uh, uh, um, secret invasion got a lot of bad press for that. Cause they like, this would have been a great movie yeah. with everybody in it. Yeah. Uh, and, and a lot of people didn't like it as a show. Mm-hmm. And I think even in the show, well, somebody's like, why don't you just text one of your Avenger buddies basically? Yeah. Well, I started to notice it when I was watching WandaVision cause I found parts of it enjoyable, but mm-hmm. I was still, you would have to like trudge through episodes and episodes for like just you're just waiting for some scrap of story to happen you right. know what i mean or the tie-in you're looking for it yeah, yeah. but and it just wasn't anything and you'd have to you'd go like that. three four episodes before you get a nugget of anything you right, know right um and it's it's frustrating because they you try to like, wrap some of that up in the doctor strange movie uh you know and stuff like that like yeah yeah it, it, but and i mean there was a lot of good rumor with the uh the house of m and the um her versus Phoenix type thing going into Deadpool three. And apparently that's all been debunked. Mm-hmm. That's not going to be the plot, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not hating on it. 
I, I love the, I love, I love superheroes. I love these superheroes. All of these actors as all the heroes. I think they're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're entertaining to me. And I know that's not everybody's bag, but I know a lot of guys, like, especially in the critic world, like people are like, Hey man, you had me up until pretty much the time frame that you're saying, like you just kind of yeah. lost me in that phase and then you continue to lose me. And now, yeah. now they're like, I can't really get emotional about it. Mm-hmm. Like they used to. Well, and there's there's more problems. Um, this is like not it, it, the problems with the MCU don't stop there. According to this article by Variety, uh, the Blade reboot, Vanity Fair, right? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, Vanity Fair. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Blade reboot is in chaos. It's yeah, possibly and, even on. And the that's an established block. character that we that like we Dude, loved growing up. You know, I we loved the Blade, love movies. Those Blade movies. They were amazing, yeah. right? I, I thought they did a good job. I I don't know why they had to go. I guess maybe to pull them into the new timeline or something like that. Um, but I, I thought those movies were awesome. Yeah, um, but apparently the project has gone through not one, not two, not three, but five writers. Um, oh wow! With um, Mahersh, Mahershala Ali, hopefully mm-hmm. I didn't mispronounce his name, uh, threatening to leave on more than one occasion. Um, rumor has it, and that's because, the actor that's portraying Blade. Correct. correct. Yeah. He was also in Luke Cage. Oh, cool. You saw that. Um, I did not see that. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but rumor has it, uh, his character was kind of pushed to the background. Mm-hmm. Like you know, being basically being relegated to a background character in his own movie, kind of like Ant Man and Ant Man the Wasp or the well, Witcher, no. or like you know, well the Witcher happened last season. Ant Man in the um, in the oh my gosh, the microverse. What is it called? Quantum Mania. Quantum Mania. Um, the microverse. Uh, yeah, he wasn't the main guy per se. Um, they they brought in the Pims and all that stuff. Yeah, and Kang for that matter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, Daredevil: Born Again was scrapped. Yeah, they're recent, we talked about that a little bit. Redo it or completely scrapped? I'm not sure. Uh, and then, of course, Jonathan Majors as Kang was out. Um, because he's of still his, in the show right now. He's still in the show, but like uh, with Jonathan Majors, like there's they, you know, what are they going to do with that character? Because they up. they had basically placed everything on him being the the big bad for like right, the next few the, phases for this phase and, of the MCU leading into uh not secret war but uh is the next secret avengers invasion, movie yeah, yeah. Secret, well, no, the, secret war secret is not war. secret invasion yeah. yeah which are like i mean once again if they go back to the source material and some of this stuff uh i think they can they can do well and i i thought the last couple episodes of K- uh, loki really kind of set it up to be very interesting mm-hmm. um, and that's why i think there's still hope for all this stuff I, I am maybe I'm the only person still hanging on, but um, I I I like him. <coughs> <You're>, <coughs> Excuse me, I like him as an actor. I understand there's there's things going on. So how they handle that, whether it's a recast, whether it just everything blows over, I think that'd be the easiest solution, right? Just recast the I mean character. You're, you're in the multiverse. You're talking about variants and stuff. Like they yeah. might not look the same. I get that, and I, I don't want like anybody to lose their job or anything. But of course, you, you never know. And and I also understand a company. Uh, Wanting to be like, hey man, like we got it, we got it, you know, we got. Mm-hmm. It's a company; they're they're here to make money, right? And, yeah, and and I get that contracts well, and stuff. But then it's head, like but. the ultimate act of I don't know, I don't I don't want to call it de- desperation, but like, and I, I don't think it would be a good move. And I know we disagree on this, but there's now rumors of bringing back like the OG Avengers team for another romp for the next Avengers movie. Okay, so I was, All right, let's, I was let's, thinking let's do it with Deadpool. Uh, doing some stuff right i was thinking this was going to happen anyway with secret wars i was thinking this was going to happen anyway right because you got battle world in those stories and i haven't read all the comics but 
I am aware of the whole thing. This is how Spider-Man gets the uh, symbiote and stuff like that. I mean, there's a lot that goes into this stuff. So you could theoretically bring back everybody for this one. And it's also the great crossover to bring all the X-Men to the MCU, whichever mm-hmm. ones they choose to do. Right. Um, cause there's now there's several incarnations of some of those characters. Um, and, uh, y- you know, you can do a lot. You can also bring in a variant of your boy, Tony Stark, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, talking about bringing back Chris Evans, uh, talking about bringing, uh, Scarlett Johansson back as uh, black widow. Uh, Chris Evans obviously is Captain America. And, uh, we want to see all those guys suit up. No, we don't. Way. But hey, man. No, we don't. So I don't want to see it. Okay, so name a bad movie where somebody resuited up, and it was just like too little, too late. People would argue parts of the the later Terminator franchise, right? Where Arnold. I mean, well, Terminator for me, Terminator's done after Terminator Two. Well, like, there's there you just go. no so, good example of that. Now, where where does somebody suit up and it it actually works? I mean, they made Top Gun Two. Yeah, but that was like 30 years later, man. It was, and they, they adjusted the story accordingly. Um, you know how old Robert Downey Jr. is going to be in 30 years? <laughs> I, well, I don't he'll think be in his 80s. Like. Hopefully they're not waiting 30 years to make that movie, right? Um, but you never know, man. I'm not, I'm not on the I just I feel like it would be kind of a... Here's the thing, man. Like Once you start bringing in people who have died in these big cinematic ways... You're cheapening the death and the sacrifice. And you can see this from Star Wars. Like they brought back Palpatine, man. And it, that it was, was weird. Somehow. Somehow Palpatine returned. returned. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not I I am not excited at the prospect of bringing back the OG team for member Barry's sake, man. It's just I just feel like it would cheapen everything. And then at that point, like what's what's the point of Tony Stark's sacrifice if they bring him back as Iron Man again? It could be a different Tony. I mean, in that. But in that, why do that? I don't know. He looks cool. As See, that's the thing. I don't know. He just that, looks cool. Yeah. That's your response. No, and that's my response to like people love him as an actor and of want course. more of him. I mean, but he, but you know, if they wanted to do that, mm-hmm. they sh- he shouldn't have he shouldn't have done the sacrifice in Endgame, man. Well, so there's rumor that he didn't want to do the sacrifice. So this is the opposite of Harrison Ford supposedly being like, "Hey, you got to kill off Han." <laughs> apparently Robert Downey Jr. And this is per this article and a couple others. Like he was like, yeah, are you sure you guys really want to do this? Like, can he just snap and then go sit with lady death, death, like Thanos did at one point, you know, and be hidden out or something. I right. mean, there's a bunch of things they could have done. All right. I'm going to say this. Okay. Let's say they do this. Okay. And they bring back Christopher Evans, Robert Downey Jr. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Okay. They bring back they bring back all the OG crew for like this next big Avengers movie and mix them in with all these other characters that they've introduced like you know what's Moon Knight and you okay. know and the Marvels and all these other new characters that have like come in mm-hmm. since Endgame was over. Cap, I mean Cap or Captain Marvel's been around for a bit now. Yeah. Um do you really think that it's going to get like the same big box office draw as like in game did. If they do it right. What I see is a slow draw, right? The first weekend's not going to do what everybody thinks it's going to do unless they leak. Cool. You know, it depends on that trailer. Right. Mm-hmm. But uh, if they, if they take the time and do it right. And okay. I know that's a very vague statement. It's hard to do. I think it could be amazing if they rush it or shortcut it in any way, or just put in a guy for like a nostalgic joke. Uh, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to break hearts. 
I think it's, I think for me personally, I think it's going to be cheap no matter how you do it. Okay. Uh, I mean, we'll see like, and, and I, I, I mean, part of, part of this is I want it to be right if they do it right. Yeah. And, and I don't know if it's an if or a when scenario, but, uh, man, I mean, just seeing all those people in those movies was great. You know, they were, they were great. They're probably like some of the, I mean, there's been a lot of movies that have come out over the last 20 years or whatever, but Mm -hmm. those were big, cool movies that a lot of people really, really like. And, uh, I would, I would love if they, they they do it right. I really would. Well, I mean, they've brought back a lot of people though. And super, they brought back all the Spider-Man, right? They brought back, uh, you know, in the DCU. And I know that movie was kind of like, but they, they brought back, um, yeah, but I feel like Keaton and that was cool to see Michael Keaton. But was the movie good? No, I'd argue that it was not the greatest movie of all time, but it was cool to see Michael Keaton come back. I, so, I mean, there's, there's the, it's, you know, yeah. it was cool to see the Ghostbusters come back. It's, but see, all it's all just, it's an illusionary tactic at this point to play on nostalgia, though. Well, I think, I think but what we're, we're but, not, we're, we're not hitting on is people know that they've lost money on some of these films and they're doing it. They might be doing it with an, in, what is it? with a, they're not doing it necessarily. They're, people are like, they're doing it to make the money back. Right. Um, so there's that. And can they afford the actor's price tags now? Right. Cause everybody's a big actor. Yeah. Those were big movies. Um, and, and people had their individual, uh, ailments with their characters. You know, some people didn't like their costumes and stuff like that. And so I'd be surprised to see who wants to come back. Right. Um, I guess we'll we'll find out what happens. Uh, you know, and we're, I, we're taking. I mean, the 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 rest of the internet is exploding with this, and everybody has really really heavy opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's interesting to watch all this. And uh, we're going to watch some more actually after this because there's stuff going on right now. Um, but the yeah the the whole thing is. I, I mean, it's a it's a mess, right? And they're and they're trying to fix it. And I don't know who's like fix it is kind of again like I'm not on the inside of this, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a writer. If I did it. Uh, I could, I could give you just like, just like with star Wars, man, I would, I would call Kevin J Anderson, start with an apology and be like, can we just start making your books into movies? You know what I mean? Like the source materials there, you know, um, infinity war is there, you know, all that stuff's there. Adam Warlock should be a freaking stud in all these books, right? Like they, they nerfed him so hard, man. Right. And he, he got nerfed, but a lot of people got nerfed, right? Loki's nerfed, you know, like he Mm. finally used magic in one of the later episodes. And it was like, yo, yes, do some Loki stuff, you know? And, uh, and, and, and people yourself included, you love him as an actor, you love the character, you want more of it, but it's, it's how do you do it correctly? You know? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I, don't know. I don't know. Like I, and it's funny. And until this article came out, I had thought that Jonathan Majors' uh, uh, court case had blown over, and they were like, "Oh, it was on whatever." But apparently, it has not. So there's there's that that plays out, right? And mm-hmm. um, and what the studio decides to do with him as an actor. Um, there's a bunch of stuff. I have a, I have a funny, and I mean, I'm not trying to make. It, okay, I am making a joke, but <laughs> I, I think they should bring Carl Weathers in if they recast him as an older Kang because... Uh, Carl Weathers. Well, and I say this because Jonathan Majors played in a Rocky movie, right? Yes, so it's he did. Like, if you're going to try to replace Apollo Creed... Well, it was a Creed, Creed movie, but yeah. Well, it was a Creed movie, right? If you're going to replace Apollo Creed, even though he was just the bad guy, not just the bad guy, but he was the, he was the bad guy in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, and then just bring back actual Apollo Creed and replace Jonathan Majors in the movie. <laughs> I know it's kind of... It sounds mean, but... Um, that would be, that would be a wild turn of events. Well, yeah. 
Carl Weathers is probably still jacked underneath those shirts. I don't know. I haven't, you know, he's, he's done some cameos in some movies. Um, well, you're you're more optimistic than I am, and hopefully you're I'm right. Highly, I would, highly I would, optimistic. you know what? I would like to be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. And uh, like, I'm also diving into some of these comics for the first time. So, like, and they've talked about bringing Doctor Doom in and just kind of switching the whole thing as the big bad. Yeah, that's the other thing I was going to talk about. Is they're talking about just bringing in Doctor Doom. I think and, Doom's an interesting and character. pivoting him as the, like the main villain. But the thing is, about, like, you you spent everything <coughs> building up Kang, and now Indeed. all of a sudden, like halfway through, you're going to introduce Doom. It's, uh, sloppy, it's not it's man. gonna be it's gonna look bad yeah, yeah. It, like and i don't look bad it's just gonna not flow correctly mm. um and doom's a very complex character kang's a complex character yeah um, i watched a whole comic breakdown of of what he went through and and you know his relationship with ramona and all that stuff pretty interesting stuff man he's and he's actually like a cool bad guy you know mm-hmm. same thing with uh dr doom is so interesting dr doom was iron man at one point did you know that Sure it doesn't yeah. surprise me. Um, yeah, he tried to be a good guy, but he's really bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> like really, really bad. Like, even mm-hmm. in, like I talked about in, in uh, Infinity Gauntlet, like he's like, no, this is happening, and like I own all this. I'm the bad guy. You're not allowed to even be bad in my galaxy and universe. So like, he's <laughs> got to get involved. And then mm-hmm. he ends up like, like you know. And in Secret War, he goes off instantly. He's like, whatever's going on here, I'm gonna go steal whoever's powers. You like Galactus, mm. like whatever. He's like, I'm gonna go beat you up and take your stuff, and then be more awesome. Like he's very self centered. As he's a real bad guy, you know. Um, and uh, so those are cool stories and everything, but it just who knows what they're gonna do, man. Who knows? Well, uh, I'll tell you. I know I'm a little off subject because no, I'm, right. I'm, I'm not diving so much into the controversy. You know who speculated like, as to what Disney's gonna do was uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker. They they, they addressed everything this week in that, uh, that um, episode of yeah. Uh, So I'm going to approach this carefully because like this is like a huge hot button topic. And, you know, as you know, and I know like we 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 stay off the politics now. And I mean, like, listen, if you're wide but plus if like if you're listening to us, regardless of like, you know, where you stand, like we want to make sure we make like enjoyable content for everybody. You know what I mean? And what what I'll say satire is the ultimate. It's flattery in its own way. Right. And it's it's a. it addresses issues. It's supposed to be funny. We're supposed to be able to laugh at ourselves. Take yeah. take a take a deep breath. Be like, all right, yeah, that was silly. Hey, we made some bad moves. We made some good moves. Yeah, um, they made great movies. Nobody and if can you that. and if you have some strong feelings about like the culture war that is happening, uh, that South Park was really talking about when, when it comes to Disney and everything like they that, they roasted everybody. Just, just know they they roasted you. It doesn't matter like what side of the aisle you were on. You got roasted. And that you know what the but critics that's, even but got that's, roasted, but that's which okay. I thought was pretty funny. The only thing they didn't do is mimic one of these podcasts or something, you know, where like or a YouTube channel specific to yeah. specific critics, you know. And I thought that was kind of funny, but they do mention it, you know, wholeheartedly. Yeah. And I, I thought that was probably one of the yeah. And that was the thing I liked about it was like it, it didn't come at it from like a one sided point of view. Like no. they, uh, you know, like everybody, everybody's on the chopping block when and, it comes and to I, South Park. I get it. You know South Park, I mean? and, and it's in and of itself is not for everybody. Yeah, right. yeah, of course, but they but they really uh, they kind of address the state of like where Disney, Star Wars, Marvel kind of is right now with all this stuff, uh, just in not really coming up with new ideas. I think is probably the safest way to say it. Okay, um, and uh, because I I feel like audiences are really kind of hungry for new things. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so it, it, if you haven't seen Into the Pandaverse, like it, it really takes uh it takes aim at at both disney for um their 
diversity and inclusion things that they're doing with recasts and things like that. But yep. also the people on the other side of that that are screaming, you know, everything is woke. You know what I mean? Um, right. There's definitely it, two sides of that. Yeah, there, there's two sides of it. And this what, what there's stuff the, that's not quote unquote woke that people are like, that's woke. You know what I mean? So yeah. You're like, no, it's, it's not. It's just a like, female led ju- film, it's, man. It's, it's just, not woke. Yeah. 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 Um, so if Sigourney Weaver comes back for an alien movies, you're not going to call it woke. You're just gonna be like, awesome. She's back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so, I mean, at this point I might just be okay, like, two, okay, two, I get it. It's well, kinda, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I would love to see Sigourney Weaver back, but I just point, I the, would just ask why, but, you know? No, right. Right. <laughs> same thing with indie though. Like everybody's like, he's too old. Why is it? Why is he doing this? And I'm like, yeah, yeah exactly. But, but dude, we're getting more indie. See, but know? I was on the other side. I'm like, he's exactly. too old. Why yeah. is he doing this? And we, you know? we disagree on this stuff and we don't get mad about it. Right. No, of course not. Um, and I actually watched that movie and, and, and quite enjoyed it. The chase scenes were a little you know, I mean, that was my big complaint with the movie, right? Uh, the characters were not as bad as I, I watch a lot of critical stuff about that. And I'm like, this really isn't as crazy as you guys are making it out to be. Yeah. It's just yeah, a yeah. freaking movie, man. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, um, but yeah. Uh, but th- this has inspired a lot of, uh, a lot of YouTubers, a lot of articles, a lot of people coming at this from both sides of the issue. Everybody's making like money off of it. And listen, man. Um, Except us. <laughs> I just, and I just, and I want to take this, this opportunity to say this, like, you know, I never make any statements on the show about anything like this, but I'm going to make a statement about this. Okay. Um, but like, listen, man, like entertainment is just it, it, like entertainment is the culture. And it's something that like we used to be able to just talk about, right? right. Like without like, without bringing like politics or social issues into right. it. I right. mean, and one could argue like social issues have always been a part of it. That's movies. That's music. Yeah. That's poetry. You know that's what I mean? Art, that's like, yeah. like actual like paintings and stuff. Yeah, it's absolutely. always there. A- yeah. Absolutely. But maybe not. Um, but as the climate has changed, the culture has changed and the movie has changed. Movies and, you know, film, TV, music, that they've all kind of reflected that. Um, and I, I don't think it's so much the people that have changed, but so much uh, people in these positions of entertainment who are like, you know, constantly like pushing it. But as the tide rises, people are seeing these things and like, look, dude, I don't want to be reminded about this anymore. I just want to like go. You want to watch a movie. I just want to watch a movie. Can I just, can I just like leave everything at the door and not be. I get there's. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's some people out there that are assholes. Yeah, absolutely. And they're always sure. going to be assholes. I, I, I generally try not to be an asshole. I freaking love all these actors and, and characters. And I, I, I love that they're out there putting work in, you know what I mean? I think it's good. They're making mm-hmm. a living doing it. You know, I, when I was younger, I wanted to be an actor. And yeah. Probably, so did I yeah, suck absolutely. as an actor. I didn't mm-hmm. go as far as you did, obviously. But, I didn't go very far either, <laughs> man. But, uh, you know, and I, I, I like to think that, I mean, you know, artistic integrity, all that stuff aside, um, you know, everybody's, everybody's just doing the, doing the thing, you know, and doing and the do, doing the do, uh, and, <laughs> And I, I don't, I don't like, you know, people joke about all these things. It's funny to make fun of this stuff and, and on both sides of the table. Right. Like, um, but, uh, you know, at, but at the end of the day, it should be nothing but love for, for everybody involved. Absolutely. You know? I and, agree. And, um, yeah, I mean, if you want to see some reimagined characters, that's cool sometimes. Um, you know, you can do it less aggressively, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and I think it, it, it can, everything can work on different levels, you know? Yeah. I don't think everybody's doing that with that in mind. Like, Hey, let's, you know, I mean, obviously people have agendas and agendas are going to get filmed and stuff as they have. But I mean that once again, like you said, it dates back to all kinds of things. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's wild. It's a, it's it's a wild time. It's a wild time. Wild time to be alive. Well, do you mind if I, uh, bring it back down a little bit with, uh, with this week's review? 
uh, or bring it back up rather. Yeah, I guess it bring, it, ba- like yeah, bring yeah. it back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, bring it back. We'll bring it back up now. Um, we'll bring it back up with this uh, week's. Did you have anything to review or no? Uh, I have a quick review. Oh, yeah, hit, hit me with your review for so, Bruce News and Reviews. Talk, it's, it's, it's once again, it's, it's, it's culture and politics, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, I watched that movie Dumb Money about the uh, GameStop shorting the GameStop stock. Oh, yeah. I think it was this. Um, it just came out. Okay, because I remember watching a, a Netflix documentary series about oh, interesting, this. interesting, yeah. Um, but I didn't know they made a movie about it. So, um, surprisingly, a couple of years ago, like, I was hearing about this. It was people were talking about Apes it. together strong. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, there's a, dude, this is how I know I don't understand the internet, right? Because, like, I, I've not on any of those uh, uh, financial things or whatever, but it was kind of interesting to see that, you know, a guy picked a stock saw it was being shorted through his own research. And then they started then, to read it. But people, yeah. people were like watching him. And I remember, his, I remember this because um, I had just started like trading stocks right. when this happened. And he gives a disclaimer. It's not financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I just like the stock because he's like, hypothetically, mm-hmm. this could happen. And then everybody bought it and drove the price of the stock up, which, which, which ends up, uh, I'm not going to get into the because t- I don't even understand all of it. But if you short a stock, a bunch of people are basically looking at GameStop to fail. Right. And as as gamers and stuff like that, it's like, oh, man, like the physical media. This has been an argument or, or discussion, rather. Right. An argument is a discussion. Arguments don't mean fights. I want to clarify that. Right. Like you go to debate course, you debate. You have an argument. I have an argument. Right. Right. Of course. So I'm debating that I actually like Blockbuster and physical media. Like I dig that. Right. I know it's gone, you know, for the most part. Of course. For the last one. Yeah. Um, uh, but GameStop is one of those last places and they got out of the retro game business a long time ago now, but, um, and I'm a big retro game collector. So now you have to go to like other places, you know, they used to have Funko land or oh whatever, like gosh. where you get like Nintendo games. I mean, it's, we grew up in this, right? Of course. So yeah, yeah. I like yeah. this. And so for them to like, for, for some big money guy, right. A hedge fund to be like, yeah, we're just going to crush this business. Yeah, we're gonna just going to destroy this it's, business it's, because it's dying. It's, it's a dying, dying market. It's yeah. yeah. Dying. Well, that makes sense from their, their point of view. But I think it's kind of interesting on a nerd level where people are like, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. It, and it was kind of interesting, but real quick, here's my, um, you know, they drove the, the price really high is what the story of this is. We're talking more about the um, political side of that crap mm-hmm. or I don't even know. That's not the right word, but, um, the film quality was good. The film's kind of grayed out, right? Uh, and that's due to the nature of the story. It's kind of a, it's not somber, but it's just, it's talking about events in people's lives and they have to make that interesting. But the film quality was interesting. Um, the sound was all right. There's a lot of music in it. <laughs> it starts with WAP, uh, that song. And I was kind of like, oh my God, where are we going with this? Like, cause I was just like, this is not appropriate for kids already. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, the acting was all right. Um, they actually show the actors right throughout the movie. And then mm-hmm. at the end, they show the actual people in their testimonies. Like, I guess they did like an online testimony thing. Cause this is what 2020, 2021 yeah. when this happened. So mm-hmm. like the, uh, the pandemic and stuff was going on. So people weren't like going into Congress and like talking in front yeah, yeah, yeah. of people. Um, and, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. They kind of look like the characters, you know, they, they, they kind of, they got that, you know, right enough, you know, okay. which I, which I dug. And, uh, you know, uh, all in all, it's an interesting, tale it took place over 2021 that's what it's, I, I remember seeing and, uh, all that go down man we were listening yeah i was listening to this people talking about it and you know it's kind of funny because like theoretically we could have bought in and then it, it also affected that robin hood app and stuff i mean like real oh, people no i remember that shit. And, i was and, and i was i didn't even have money in it and i was pissed for people man because yeah. like yeah robin hood like folded and, and and they show you just the lives of the normal people who bought in some held 
and lost big. Yeah. At the end of the day, they didn't they didn't make millions of dollars. I mean, that's how stocks work. And others won hard. And if you had if you had sold during the right time, you would have you might have been like you might have like bailed on the movement or whatever it was, but you would have been pretty wealthy. You yeah. Know? And it's it's kind of wild, man. And um the the thing is they they kind of end the film with a uh Wall Street has to take a look at like the little retail trading, you know, regular people, right? Um because they could do it again theoretically, and I, I think somebody's probably going to put something in place where that never happens. But of course. who knows? You know, it, it was definitely an interesting time. A lot of people made a lot of money. Even the guy who, uh, the main guy, um, he doubled down and bought like another big investment right after the uh, the testimonies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know if he didn't lose money per se. He's still up millions of dollars, right? Right. But he wasn't up his his like lots of millions that he originally was. Um, and it, it was kind of interesting. It was, it was, it's definitely an interesting story. Yeah. You know, in our time. Uh, what's the name of the movie? It's called Dumb Money. Dumb Money. Where, and where did you see it? I saw it in the theater, actually. Okay, cool. I'll have to check that out when it, uh, when it gets released for, uh, yeah, for streaming. It's not a, it's not a, it, dude, it's not Avengers, you know? No, uh, no, well, no, yeah. but it's something because I was yeah. there when watching all that go yeah. down. So that'd be kind of cool to watch. And yeah, it kind of reminded me of, uh, hearing people talk about it and you're like, oh, this GameStop situation, you know, it's just like another thing to talk about. It, yeah. You know? like, uh, cool. Yeah. All right. Interesting. Dumb money. Go check that out. Um, so I have a little bit of a different media approach. Uh, I read the three body problem. This is a uh, a book that is a soon to be a series on Netflix coming out in January. Very interesting. Trailer yeah. For and this is a book written by. I'm, I'm, I apologize. I'm going to try. Oh, I heard his name not, earlier it's, too. It's so this is this is a uh, this is a Chinese writer. His name, I'm going to try not to mispronounce it. It's Shushin Louis, I think, or Lu. I don't know. Hopefully I'm not mispronouncing his name, and I apologize if I am. Um, But see, this book, uh, originally released in 2006, um, this book won the Hugo Award for science fiction, which is like the highest accolade a science fiction writer can can receive. Yeah, very Um, cool. And this was the first time an Asian author has ever won the award. Oh, awesome. And it's garnered a lot of praise around the world from um, people like uh, Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Barack Obama, uh, a lot of uh, like a lot of like very notable figures praised this work. People who have probably been well read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so to to give you um, a, a review of this book, I have to tread really carefully because like if this was just like a book nobody I knew like, you know, you can pick it up and read it whatever. Um, I would I would give away everything, but this is like this is going to be a, a show on Netflix in a couple of months, and I don't want to like I don't want to give away too much because this is not only a science fiction novel, but this is a big mystery novel in the way that it's set up um, because it, it's really a slow burn. Like it took me a long time to get into it. Okay. Um, so me and me and the girlfriend do summer reading over the summer, and we like we read my book, which is Old Man's War, which I talked about in very, a very yeah. earlier also episode. An interesting book, um, yeah. which was also a book about like you know fighting aliens and stuff like that. And this was a uh, that was kind of like a more uh, fantasized version of humans fighting aliens. Mm-hmm. This is a way more grounded, realistic take on humans having contact with aliens right on so um so the story i'm going to be careful with like what i give away and what i don't what what i don't give away story begins uh during the cultural revolution of china in the late 1960s so communism is making its rise to power and then it jumps around in time from then 
to present day, and then we'll later in the book come back to that to kind of like fill in, kind of like a Quentin Tarantino movie almost. Oh, okay. Like it'll yeah, come, yeah. it'll come back to that. So, um, I, I'm not going to go too much into the characters of the story because the characters are really inconsequential. Like the characters don't really they they matter, but they're really just sort of moving this plot forward. Um, so uh, to get to the gist of it. A secret military base in China sends a, a message to the stars. Like there's this base in China. They're entire. They're just. They're basically like they're. They're like SETI, pretty much. Search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they send a message to the stars where one of the characters uh, is working, and they get a response from the stars. Like sometime in like the late 1960s, early 70s. Um, so what follows is kind of um, the result of a, a thought experiment. Like, you know, you ask yourself, like, in, in this world we live in, what would happen if we made life or made contact first with alien contact. life? Yeah, first We talked contact. about that. Yeah, that we, was, we did that was talk, a whole episode. We did yeah. talk about that. And this book, like, really is pretty awesome the way they, they do it. Okay. So, um, I'm really excited so for the show. Yeah. This is what happens when uh, an alien civilization realizes that we're here and where we are, and this really kind of invokes the Fermi paradox, which we've, right, talked, we've talked about, about before. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with the Fermi paradox, <laughs> little backstory, it just kind of answers. It, it's it's a theory that answers the question to like, if we are not alone in the universe, where is everybody? You know, um, and one of the explanations of that is called the dark forest, which right. is uh, Stephen Hawking talked about the dark forest, which is like you don't want to. You don't you want don't, to find you anybody. want to stay hidden. Yeah. You don't want to you don't want them to know you're out there. And as a matter of fact, like The Dark Forest is the name of the follow-up book to this, the sequel. But, you know, this is crazy. We we were talking about this and then aliens were like a huge topic. Like yeah. I mean, they had a congressional hearing on it and stuff. And yeah, now, yeah, now yeah. we're talking about Marvel stuff and now we're back to we're, like we're back a, to this, a, yeah. a cool work of fiction on this. Exactly, stuff. yeah. Um, yeah, but so the second book, which I, by the way, I will be reading all three books in this series oh, cool. yeah. and reviewing all of them because yeah. like, I, I want to try to get through all three books before the show premieres in 2024. Awesome. Um, so, but you know, once again, Stephen Hawking said, you know, we don't want them to know where we are. And this is the book that is basically telling what happens when Stephen Hawking was right. Um, Ooh. so it, as I said, the characters aren't that important, but this is written in such a way that we see the events that unfold on Earth as a mystery. Like, so just know, like, we've made contact. This place knows we're here. Um, the, these, this alien civilization knows where we are, but now strange things are happening on Earth. Okay. Like, the populace doesn't know we've made contact yet. But weird things are happening on Earth. Like, so Earth's top minds, like the top physicists in the world, are suddenly being driven mad. Okay. And we don't know why. Um, they're seeing things, like they're they're seeing numbers and shapes and symbols and things like that, which are le basically leading them to suicide. Um, certain principles of science and physics cease to exist. Like, like the, all the things that we knew to be true about the universe. Like rules and stuff? Yeah, like the rules, things like that. All the things that we've known about um, the laws of physics aren't the math ain't mathing basically. Well, like you have to look at it through a totally different lens. Yeah, it's, it's probably. I mean, well, who knows it's like it's yeah. Well, I mean, possible. they they do, but the thing is, they they do explain this. Interesting, and it's pretty brilliant the way they explain it. Okay. But um, some years later, there's a release of an online uh, virtual reality video game called 
the three-body problem, ah. um, where players are presented with uh, this unstable alien world that they are meant to save using the scientific method to unravel the mysteries of this hostile alien world's unpredictable weather patterns. Um, so given that, I can't really give too much away because like I said, a lot of the book is written as a mystery that unravels okay. yeah, as yeah. explanations um, are not really given until the third act of the book or more specifically, like the last couple of chapters is where like they start telling you like everything yeah. that's happened. Okay. Um, but I, I gotta say, man, like, and, and, and shout out to my girlfriend on this because like she was on me. I was, I was supposed to read this book last summer and she was like, I finished it. Did you read it? And I said, no, she's like, all right. And a couple like months <laughs> later, she was like, did you ever pick up the book? And I, I said, no, she's like, I've read all three books. Like, and I'm like, all right. You know, so like, I, I finally was like, all right, I'll, I'll read the book. I will yeah, read the yeah. book. And I finally did it. So a shout out to my girlfriend for pushing me to read it because this book is reading is good for you. Yeah. It's, it's brilliant science fiction, but also terrifying and an existential kind of way. Like okay, this is yeah. like, you know, it's, it's not just like something's in the dark stalking you here. There's something out there in the dark that's coming for you. Uh, and the the way this book is written, it's entirely plausible. Like this, this Creepy. could this could happen. Um, and like I don't want to give anything else. But if you read it, keep in mind it's a slow burn, but stick with it. And if you don't want to read it, it's it's on Netflix in January. Awesome. So that's the three body problem, man. Uh, go check it out. And there's two other books. In the trilogy, I think it's called Remembrance of Earth's Past. Okay. And the second book is uh, The Dark Forest, which I am going to get on reading oh, very okay. soon. And I will they talk about that. that. Yep. I will talk about that in a uh, future episode of Zumundo. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, that's what we got for Bruise News and Reviews, man. Yeah, man. Well, um, what do you think? We should uh, check in with a little comic man? Let's check in with comic man. I got, I got some special stuff for you guys tonight. And uh, sometimes Keith... We uh we got to find out what's happening over there in the comic book world, right? Like, Absolutely. We yeah. don't. I mean, we like comic books, but we don't live in the comic book world all the time. But we know somebody who does, and we like to call him Comic Man. Comic Man from Baltimore. He's got more books than a comic store. From X Men to Fantastic Four, all the sagas he's explored. It's time. Check in with Comic Man. You're here jamming out to the theme song. <laughs> I am. I'm playing air drums. Hey, Comic Man. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? Not much, man. Thanks for having us. Uh, well, thanks for coming back for us here for another week, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, always. We appreciate it. How was your, how was your spooky day? It was pretty good. The kids got uh, six pounds of candy each and probably that's diabetes, a- so that was pretty good. <laughs> that's as it should <laughs> be, sir. That is a lot of candy. It is way too much. Last year it was eight pounds, so it was a slow night for the kids because it was like 40 degrees. Wow. (laughs) Uh, We cut it short. (laughs) You know, William Shatner actually said this year, he's like, don't eat all the chocolate at once in one sitting, you know. Well, I I did definitely take my tax. uh, The dad tax. The dad tax is is real. (laughs) I I mentioned that. Dad used to pretend (laughs) to take his favorite candy. You know, obviously you share some stuff for something you didn't like. You're like, here, you know, you're like willing to donate it and like trade them back for some Smarties or something. I got to make sure these aren't poison and take these to my room. 
That's his analyst. Was the, I, I was, I was like, oh, I had this is poisonous. I should eat it. For <laughs> <you."> <laughs> that's great. That's She's great. like, no, that's mine. I was like, well, it was yours, but you know, here we go. <laughs> that's awesome. It has been redistributed, comrade. Exactly. <laughs> when you pay rent, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, man, hit us with uh, hit us with uh, the newest releases from the comic book shelves. Things that we should uh, be on the lookout for. Maybe something we should avoid. I don't know. What's uh, what's up? What's new? Well, it's a pretty small. It's a pretty small week because DC a couple of months ago decided to switch to distributing books on Tuesdays instead of the Wednesdays. Okay. So okay. this was like a five Tuesday month for them. So usually the fifth month of a of a of a month is usually like a slow. They usually reserve that for like annuals and specials and like one offs and stuff like mm. that. So um, because Halloween was you know October thirty first was a Tuesday, even though Marvel books came out on Wednesday, November first. It still counts as like a fifth Tuesday for DC, so they they so were a little light on that. So it was only 17 books for me overall, which is like you know if you know me, you know it's a light week for me. You know usually right. going like 25 plus. Wow. But uh, but a couple of, a couple of really good ones actually. There's actually five key ones we're gonna touch on real quick. And this is all these five are all coming from DC. Well, I'm gonna start with the two from DC first. Okay. Detective Comics, it's tough to discuss without getting into it. It's part of this like multi. It's been so far like 12, 14 parts to this storyline. Okay. With this like, you know, this, this whole unlocking this hidden mythos of Gotham, you know, different enemies, Batman like under siege by this thing trying to take his mind. It's, it's, it's a really cool like character study on Batman and what Batman is. Right. Gotham. And these people that are trying to rewrite history and convince the people that Batman is bad and they've captured him and they framed him. They've this whole frame up job and accusing him of all these bombings and they're going to put him to death publicly. Um, and they don't really, and they're not putting him to death as Bruce Wayne. They're putting him to death as Batman. They He's want a symbol. symbol yeah. because they recognize the importance of symbols throughout mm. this. And the people are just starting to get like more and more unhinged because so of the has Batman been like effectively captured by the government at this point? He's he's been he's been captured by this whatever group this is. It's like ancient. They have ties to Ra's al Ghul. Mm -hmm. okay. um, they're this old. They're like an old school family that's like you no know, got a lot of money and a lot of like almost like supernatural powers. It's it's a lot of it's drawing from a lot of like Middle Eastern um, mythology because um, Ram V, the writer, is uh, from that part of the world. He recently did Swamp and introduced a new um, Levi, the new Swamp thing, who's taken over for Alec Holland. He's writing uh, this very Asian-centric miniseries called The Vigil. So he does a lot of things from, like, that part of the world. It's a really cool, like, you know, cultural, like, you know, like, exploration of things and, like, you know, applying them to, like, our Western culture. Nice. So mm -hmm. it's uh, it's, def it's definitely cool. He, he's telling a story here that by itself it's, like, you might be lost, but this issue that he just had out was just brilliant. If you've been following along, it's just, like, outstanding, lights-out issue. It's an intermission issue between like the you know between a couple of different little parts that are going on. This he's calling it this like overture is what he's called. It's called no, no nocturne overture or something like that. The whole framework of it, but it's uh, it's pretty badass. All right, nice. very but cool. Other one from, what was the name? What DC? was the name of that? Uh, is that just Batman? That was, that was, that was Detective Comics. The, just Detective yeah. Comics. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, the bat, the actual Batman book this week was the Batman Catwoman Scorched Earth, and it was just a dumpster fire. <laughs> it was so a scorched just, dumpster fire. Got it's it. not just a clever name. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it was it's it's a whole it's the conclusion of a story that was very badly conceived and very poorly run editorially, where Batman and Catwoman are feuding because Catwoman is deciding that she's going to start training up all of these um, former henchmen of other supervillains, oh. so that she can teach them. To not kill, but they're just going to basically Robin Hooding. She's teaching them how to be like thieves, and she'll give them a cut of whatever, but they'll only rob from like the rich, mm-hmm. and they have to give some of their take to the poor and to charities. Okay, right. And Batman's like mm. Re- reforming the villains a bit. Yeah, yeah. She, 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 and Batman's like, I get what you're saying, but you're still committing crimes in my city, so we're gonna throw down. Yeah, <laughs> and it was this whole thing. But, doesn't but matter. Then, like, doesn't Vandals, matter your motivation. You're still. You're still a criminal. Guy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then but then Vandal Savage pops into it, into the middle of it, and it's like the entire reason for the war kind of gets forgotten. And Vandal Savage, it really turns out that Vandal Savage has been using this whole thing to like cut the unbeknownst to both of them to like get like this meteorite that like gave him his powers originally back as a caveman. He wants to have like more of it and collect all the pieces because it's going to wear off on him a little bit after all these eons of being immortal. And it just it, it's, it became a mess. It's it's two writers who don't really mesh well together, and it feels very um, editorially forced. And it's just it's just it's just like a it's it's like why it's like kind of like Teeny Howard. Would you say it, it's kind of maybe like for somebody who's like more of a uh, comic book uh, layman, so to speak? Would you say maybe like the the Joss Whedon version of the Justice League movie, where it's like you've got two different writers in there, and like it's just the the, the um, the tones are just clashing in ways that just don't mesh well together. Something akin I, to that. It's. I think it's part of it is that Teeny Howard is doing Catwoman, and she has not yet met a book that she couldn't tank in sales. And <laughs> it feels like with Chip Zdarsky, who's a much more popular writer on Batman, uh, he's done Daredevil runs. He's done a lot of other things. Okay. Uh, it felt like something that was more to like prop up like her stories going on in Catwoman to kind of like bring up the sales in that book. It's not awful but i mean it's just it just it's, it's like the conflict came out of nowhere and everyone was just kind of written out of character just for the sake of the story like the things just things just move forward just for the sake of the story without really making much sense and it just didn't seem like it was very well thought out it's like eight issues of just like what the hell where did any of this come from like everyone's right. acting completely out of character and um there's a couple of good moments in it here and there and that, like every time you think there's a good moment you're like oh this is pretty good this is pretty good oh god Damn it! Come on, why would you do that? <laughs> you get really annoyed. So, All right. but that's not the book. That's not the good DC book this week. What is is the Return of Superman 30th Anniversary Special? It's been 30 years. Since oh, Superman okay. Returned. God, has it been wow. that long? I was in eighth grade when this happened. I remember. <laughs> I, I I remember it too because I made my dad go down to it was Tropic Comics at the time, and we stood in line, really? and that line went around the block wow. to go get the Death of Superman issue. So, Our Lady yeah. of Solace Elementary School. <laughs> wow. yeah, I, remember I remember it very well. Yeah, it's this is it's it's a really cool story because in in the current Superman continuity, for a while his identity was out. Everyone knew he was Clark, and that, and that was that was fine. Mm-hmm. But and that uh, was fine. Lex, yeah, everyone was cool with it. Everyone's like, okay, that's fine. He's he's Clark, no big deal. But then Lex Luthor, in an attempt to cover up and try to atone for some past sins that are catching up on him, 
realizes that he needs Superman and kind of wants to atone a little bit and team up with Superman, but he's doing it on his terms. Interesting. So to help, to help Superman kind of focus on what's going on again, what's best, he uses Manchester Black's mental powers to mind wipe everybody into forgetting that Clark Kent was Superman. The only ones who are safe are people on the Justice League who have had like training with like psychic defenses, mm -hmm. uh, people who are inside um, this like, little barrier that was around the Smallville farm that Batman had erected to protect the farm from being hurt and stuff like that. So mm -hmm. like Martha and Jonathan remember that, you know, their son was Superman, everyone else, you know, like, but anyone who doesn't know if they find out have a risk of having a near fatal heart attack or a stroke. Oh, gosh. To Perry White. Wow. Perry White was going to their house for dinner and the mind wave like you no know, hit him while he was on the road. He gets to the house and, and he's he's like, Hey, what's, what's Superman doing here? And they're like, Perry, what are you talking about? And Clark like puts on he's he's like, It's me. And as soon as he sees that, like he has like a like a massive heart attack and he's been oh. in a coma. He's like, he's he's okay now. <laughs> like he, he's actually running right. for mayor of Metropolis, which is a fun story. Interesting. But uh but this particular issue has a framing story of the cyborg Superman is attacking Metropolis, and Steel shows up, Superboy, and the Eradicator, the other three that were the replacements when Superman I, came back from... Yeah, so it's just, so it's bringing so, back all those characters from Reign of Superman. Lois Lane and Ron Troop, the other reporter, you know, the big reporter there at Daily Planet, they find a notebook of Perry's, mm -hmm. and they're, they're using it like as the story is unfolding. We're seeing the fight happen between them, and in between little parts of the fight... We're reading back in Perry's journal about these, like his impressions of having met each of these Superman at different points. So there's like five or six different stories in there. There's like one where he's talking about the first time he met the cyborg, first mm -hmm. time he met Superboy, first time he met Steel. Cool. It's like all cool things like that. So it's a really nice little retrospective that really does a, a good job of uh, of selling the anniversary. They, they recently did like a, a Death of Superman 30th anniversary special mm -hmm. right on. You know, earlier in the year. So it's it's a really cool little like, you know, like little nod to the past that's written. Mm -hmm. So like Dan Juergens and John Bogdanov and Kelsey, all, all those, all the original writers. And, and oh. so oh, it's, it's pretty, it's, 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 a, it's a pretty dope issue. Cool. Is, it, is it a must read? No, but if you're a big fan of it, yeah, go with it. Especially okay. if you lived through it, yeah, definitely, definitely baller. But you know how it could be made better, right? Nicholas Cage. No, because another Cage first woman in it. Make it motherfucking lame. <laughs> sorry. Oh man, I'm sorry. And make them lame. <laughs> sorry. We, uh, yeah. <laughs> As everybody knows on this show, we keep up with current events. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was I was waiting for the moment to pull that out. Okay, it's all good. <laughs> nice. Well, we could do that with with uh, the next Marvel book. Oh, well, here actually, we go. We get, well, <laughs> actually, the first one we'll go with Star Wars. Star Wars, right? Oh, now we got. Uh, now who's doing Star Wars? Is it DC or Marvel? Star Wars is Marvel. Yeah, I know that both Star of them have had rights to Star it, Wars at different times. It used Dark, to be Dark, Dark Horse. Horse had yeah. It. yeah, yeah. Dark Horse had it for a while. Dark Horse had the last time, and it was Brian Wood was doing a series, and, and cool. then after 19 issues, they like canceled it because Marvel bought the rights back. Yeah, that, that makes and, sense. And you know. Yeah, so Marvel's been doing it. So they say they've been doing it for a couple of years now, and I have I've gotten like all the Star Wars books since they uh, since they brought it back to Marvel. Okay. And right now we're covering the era between Empire and Jedi. Oh, well, that's a good and era. They, mm -hmm. it, it, and it's and it's fun because like 
if you didn't if you didn't read any of the EU books that they wound up just like jettisoning, you know, they yeah. Just wound up well, I mean, like Shadows of the Empire was yeah. amazing. He knew I was going to talk about. He's pointing at me I'm when he's like, he's like, when him, is he going to yeah. say it? Yeah, <laughs> Shadows of the Empire was like was was like one of my favorite novels. Bro, like, it's one of the few books that well, not only has a video game, but also has a soundtrack somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. crazy, right? <laughs> But this is I, I, it's one of the things that's the problem with the Star Wars comics is that they are so they have to find a way to thread the needle and keep things fresh and interesting. Mm-hmm. So they're doing this storyline. It's kind of like their version of Age of Ultron. Uh. There's an ancient droid that at one point had led some sort of revolt and was like shut down and like hidden away. And it's been awakened and it's spreading itself like oh, Ultron God. would like from computer to computer. Right. And yeah. it's taking over all the droids. It's trying to do whatever. Many series called uh, Dark Droids, but it's tying into all of the other Star Wars books: Darth Vader, Star Wars, Bounty Hunters, Doctor Aphra. Okay. And the Star Wars book the last few months has been basically a Lando Calrissian solo book, hmm. and it's okay. been so awesome because Lobot, the guy who's with him, that looks like he has like the uh, earmuffs on his on his head. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. We are getting all of this background. We've we've had background through that, like the two of them have been friends for a long time. But we're really getting into the depth of their friendship and like how that's that's the only person he ever trusted. That's the only person he's ever really been truly honest with. Right on. And it's completely platonic, completely you know this this oh, amazing course. like bromance between the two of them. And it's fascinating because Lobot is a main target of this scourge because he's one of the people they call him a hybrid he's in between um a human and a cyborg yeah he's so, got the uh the elon musk thing in his head right yeah, yeah. so he's, <laughs> he's, he's that what the what the what the uh the scourge is trying to do is it can take over machines but it wants to take over people and it can't uh. quite make that jump so it's been cutting people apart and trying to like fuse them with body parts like it's really it's really it's, it's really like dark for, for a star wars book but it thinks that the the droid that the ones who are like the in betweens like Vader mm-hmm. who's got cybernetics oh, right? yeah, and, yeah. and Lobot, if they can make the jump and 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 capture them, then the next step will be humans. If it gets into Luke's hand and it goes bad, do you think he's gonna lop it off of the rest? <laughs> put a put a chain well, put a light chainsaw well, he, on it. Well, he, he also wants Luke because Luke, he senses Luke's connection to the Force, and that's another thing that he wants to understand. So, like you know, this this issue has Lando finally go back to Leia. And be like, hey, look, you know, like, I need your help. I found where Han is. He's in Jabba's palace and he's on a wall as decoration. And we see this is the beginning of when they're starting to formulate the plan for when they're going to go rescue Han that we see in Empire Strikes Back. Which is exciting, yeah. Yeah, because they they recently did a storyline called with with the Bounty Hunters, with War of the Bounty Hunters, which was about um, the aftermath of Boba Fett freezing him. And then all of the then Jabba putting a bounty out to get the uh, the body anyway, and all of the bounty hunters going after Han Solo's body. And like I said, it's it's hard with these books because you know the stakes are not as high as they want them to be. Nothing's going to happen to Leia. We know she's in the next movie. Right. right. Nothing's going to happen to Han. You know, there, yeah, there's, there's they, no they got real... the plot armor because what can you do there? Yeah, but so they're finding like stories like this to kind of like, you know, dance between the raindrops and tell something that like, yeah, it's never been mentioned before. It's probably not going to be of any real serious consequence. Right. But it's still a fun way to like kind of like tell these little never before told stories that exist, you know, somehow in the peripherals of the Star Wars universe. If only that they had done a story like that before Disney bought Star Wars. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. 
If only one of those stories existed already. I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kathleen Kennedy said there were no stories to, to go for. There's not much source material. So, that, I mean, oh, she's the boss. Right. That, that's right. She, she, that's right. Put a chicken in it. Make her gay. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm not going to say I mean, it again, but they, they, they have the source material out there. But they, they are at least, you know, they're, they're, they're threading the needle between, you know, episodes five and six right now. And I think that this was this was issue 40 of Star Wars All right. of this new run. that they, they let it go 50 the first time. Mm-hmm. And then they cool. had like a little special, and it, then and it was that was all the era between New Hope and Empire, and I think they'll let this go fifty, and then they'll jump over to the uh, I don't know if they'll do during the Jedi era or after the Jedi era before Force Awakens. I don't know what they do after that, but mm-hmm. well, we'll see. You know, as long as as long as they can make money, they'll do it. Well, of course, <laughs> as long as there's money to be made, to. right? But uh, two more Marvel books: Spider Boy okay. number one. Mm-hmm. It's it's not good, but it's not bad. Okay, it's it's kind of like it's content. <laughs> you want it, it? I'm I'm watching it the way you watch like a car accident on the side of the road, <laughs> where like you're hoping everybody's okay, but at the same time you're like, if I've been sitting for three hours in traffic, there better be bodies everywhere. What the hell is going on? You know, it's like <laughs> the cynicism. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's nope. We lost you for a second. That, there we go. Got you back. Uh, Spider Boy is a brand new creation that's being treated as if he's an older one, and yeah. he's a he's a young boy named Bailey Briggs who this this mad scientist was doing experiments. She was splicing like you know kids and and adults with like animal like species, and she made him into this like mutated like spider powered like like he's 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 hideous when he's in his like real form. Mm-hmm. And Spider Man allegedly took him on and rescued him, and he was Spider Man's sidekick for three years. Okay. But nobody remembers this kid. Huh. Nobody remembers him. He remembers him, but Spider-Man doesn't remember him. Even the woman that made him is like, that looks like my work, but I don't remember making him. Who the hell is this kid? Mm-hmm. And it all goes back to this story Dan Slott recently did called End of Spider-Verse. And during it, there was this dagger that if it touched you, it erased you from the fabric of history. Oh, wow. And someone did that to Peter Parker. Yeah. But in the end, of course, they wound up bringing him back. And Bailey all of a sudden came, comes up, and he's like, hey, I'm back too. And they're like, who the hell are you? He's like, what do you mean? How do you not remember me? Because he knows everybody. He's like, I know you. We've done all this stuff. And the explanation they're trying to use is that when Peter was erased, and it also erased the memory of – because no one remembered Peter during the time he was erased. It also erased Bailey. But somehow Bailey came back, but wasn't remembered. Although everyone's memories of Peter came back, okay. so that's what they're trying to—they're trying to dance between that little, you know, the little like you know reality where he's just kind of like, "I've always been here. You guys just don't remember that I was gone for a couple of years. I'm back now, and you guys need to remember me. And no one knows who he is. Okay. And Spider-Man's trying to be nice to him. Spider-Man's like, "Hey, look, you know, I'll work with you, kid. I, I, I get you. I feel you. I believe you. But we don't know who you are. But you know, you're just trying to do good. You're trying to help. And uh, we'll see where it goes." Dan Slott, he did he did the Superior Spider-Man. He did, you know, he he's the longest run on Spider-Man in history. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll see where it goes. But it's um, I don't know how long they can actually stretch this out. Yeah, you know, it's it, it's it's. But I'm I'm curious. It's not bad. It's fun. But it's it's also kind of like how long they they did this with the Sentry. The mm-hmm. Sentry was the character that you know they they created, it and it was written also that he was 
so powerful. He'd existed for years and like we'd all just forgot about him. And everyone all of a sudden had memories of like when like he came at like, oh my God, the century. He I remember him. He we did all these adventures together. It's like, no, you didn't. <laughs> you <know>? But they <laughs> wrote him like he was like a Okay. But it's but they they wrote they, they're trying to like retcon him into this reality and stuff like that. I I don't know how it'll work. I think it'll probably wind up that he's actually from another universe entirely. But like we'll see where it goes. Now I'm I'm watching it. I'm reading it. I'm watching it and seeing where it goes. Okay. Awesome. All right. Cool. But um. But ultimate. But ultimate universe number one is the book this week. Ultimate because the one. ultimate universe. Wait a minute, hold on. We're, ultimate, we're, we're doing this again because <laughs> I'm pretty we're sure doing we did it again, but I'm, also not again. Okay, here we go. Very All right, grab a Snickers, everybody. All right, here we go. All, All right. right, gather around, kids. Because I remember when Ultimate get, launched. Get, get chill. Yeah, I remember when Ultimate launched. That was a long time yeah. ago, but back it, in 2000. Yeah, I know nothing. All right, well, for the uninitiated out there, the Ultimate Universe was Marvel's way of saying, all right, look, we've got 60 years of continuity. It's yep. hard for new readers. We're going to start a brand new line called the Ultimate Universe, ah. and we're going to retell these stories from ground up, and it'll start with Peter Parker being bit by the spider. Like the sliding and going through his career. Yes, exactly. Okay. And, but it was, it was, and, and, and then they changed some things around. Like, you know, some characters in this new reality, mm-hmm. maybe they were younger, maybe they were right. black, maybe it was a guy, maybe yeah, it was yeah. a girl. You know, there's all, all these different things just to make but it kind of like a little bit more relevant. <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I could, all right, but, that was the last time. I, I promise that's the last time. All right. I won't do it again. Well, I expected it during this. But it's, it's, it's it was, the Ultimate Universe was just this way of just telling all of these old stories with a different twist on them. Right. For a new very, generation. very yeah. sacred. I mean, timeline. I remember, like, because I, I bought, like, the hardback of uh, Ultimate Spider Man, like, the entire like, yeah. first run and, like, and, and read it. And I was like, oh, that's pretty good. Like, I enjoyed that. It was fun. I have literally every Ultimate comic that's ever come out. Of course you do. Every single one of them. <laughs> um, but ultimate ultimate universe is where we got miles morales because mm-hmm. ultimate peter parker was killed by the ultimate form of of green of um green goblin mm-hmm. he was shot by the punisher wow. in this fight by and then while he was like still recovering him and green goblin through he gets killed and we learn that um oscorp is the one that had of course the spider that bit peter but it had a bunch of other spiders and one of them was stolen by aaron davis whose nephew is miles right and miles finds the uh, spider while well, miles gets bitten by the spider just like in the movie like in the, in the spider-verse movie yeah, yep, yeah gets powers so he becomes the spider-man of the ultimate you know marvel universe cool. for a while and then they folded the ultimate marvel universe like some of the remnants of that into the main universe after secret wars mm-hmm. and the ultimate universe was pretty much wiped out okay here's the key though Ultimate Reed Richards was the supervillain, the ultimate supervillain of the Ultimate Universe. I like it. He got he got lost in like this like space storm, and when he came back, he was absolutely insane. Now it's Reed Richards, brilliant and unhinged, more than anything that Doctor Doom could ever do. That's impressive. And he was and he's his and he calls himself the Maker, and he's this like supervillain. He's a big part of the Secret War storyline. And he winds up also getting folded into our reality when things get normal. Mm-hmm. Now he decides that he's from Earth 1610, which is the ultimate universe. That's okay. his original universe. Okay. He's gone to a different universe called 6160, 
And he is in this universe and he's trying and he decides to take it over and he's taking it over by going through time in this old universe because he knows all the knowledge of how superheroes form and taking away the formative things that would have made them. So he takes the spider away. So Spider-Man will never happen. He takes uh, he keeps Captain America frozen in the ice. He takes all the things away that would have made superheroes that would have challenged his authority to rising into power. And some of these other characters are starting to realize that there's something wrong and they get the truth about it. And Reed Richards, who's Dr. Doom in this in this new reality, Ooh. is um, he's, he's like a good Dr. Doom, like he's in the armor. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, young Tony Stark and Thor are trying to reform their own, like, you know, basically revolt against this. So the Ultimate Universe is not the same Ultimate Universe that we had. It's a brand new Ultimate Universe. And it's going to kick off with Ultimate Spider-Man being written by Jonathan Hickman. And it's going to follow a married Spider-Man with a kid uh, based a lot on the Spider-Verse version of Peter Parker, Peter okay. B. Parker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And and it's going to have an Ultimate um, X-Men and it's going to have an Ultimate Black Panther. Cool. Those are the first three books that are spinning out of this. But this is the return of the Ultimate Universe. It's not the same. It's, so it's not just saying like, oh, where the, I thought the Ultimate Universe died. It did kind of die, but this isn't the same one. This is a different one, just being called the same name. Okay. But it's, yeah. it's, but it's 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 a really oddly convoluted way to bring it back. But Hickman is known for his long form storytelling. So in Hickman, I trust this guy's <laughs> run. His his run on Fantastic Four was amazing. It was it was like several years, and the very first panel that he did on the very first page of his Fantastic Four run is exactly how the very last page ends. Mm-hmm. It was all planned. And it's a conversation in the first issue between a young Reed Richards and his father Nathaniel about mm-hmm. taking chances and about not being afraid to move forward. And the final issue, the final page, is Reed Richards talking to his son Franklin and having the exact same conversation. Mm. Awesome. Everything's come full circle. So when Hickman writes something... It's like you'll you'll sit there and go, I wonder why he wrote that. What does this line even mean? And then like 20 issues later, you're like, son of a bitch, that's what it means. It's right here. It's, he's been waiting for this, waiting for that right moment to like Kaja Sosa you. It's great. Nice, nice. So, so yeah, I'm looking forward. So that that's that's the other big one this week. So, that, that, so it's not a big week in comic books, but some big comic books. Okay, that sounds fun. Awesome, yeah. yeah. Sure. And that's what I got. Cool. Thanks for awesome. keeping us afloat with uh, what's going on out there in the comic book world, man. Appreciate it. Like yeah. that was all. That's all pretty fascinating stuff. Yeah, that's great. Um, well, you know, I kind of joked uh, offline a little bit about uh, playing a game with you guys. Okay. Um, yeah. That's. Uh, it's not so. Co- maybe it is comic related. We'll see. Um, so I'm a big fan of this. This uh, it's a web page, but I really like the YouTube channel Screen Crush. They do a lot of reviews and breakdowns. Their stuff with Loki lately has been amazing. But uh, I, I found a little article here, and I'm going to turn this into a game. So give mad props to Screen Crush for this. But uh, okay. I'm, I'm going to give okay. you, I'm going to give you a year. Okay, so this is going to be the number one summer movie of the year you graduated high school. Is is the uh, Ooh. is the the foundation for this. Um, this segment that we're going to turn oh, into a little wait a minute, uh, Charles, what, what year did Johnny, you, you're like a few years older than us. Like what do you, what'd you graduate? 90, like, 90, 97, 97 is when I graduated high school. 97. Okay. okay. Well, and we'll get there. Yeah. We're, we're going to start back in, in 1975 oh. and, and both you and Dolan can, you can, we, you can have the answer, same. We, we can agree or disagree. You can and agree, we'll see. Disagree, okay. And you're going to pick the, uh, the highest grossing summer film of that year. Okay. Okay. Got it. So the first year I'm going to hit you guys with is 1975. I'm going to say Jaws. 
Ooh, 75. That's my guess. That's before my time. I'm old. I mean, 75 is before um, I was born, too, but I'm, I'm going to guess and say Jaws. Yeah, me three. And this, this is, yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to have to go with it. Yeah, because I, I, I can't think of anything that's like a summer movie because this is before the real blockbuster movies you know, right. really were coming out. And so. it's going to include some of those, obviously. But you guys are uh, absolutely right. 1975. Yeah. I wasn't sure if it was 75 or 77 <laughs> or earlier, to be honest. Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's part of this stuff. So good job on, on, Ooh, on question number one. All right. One. Wait a minute. Hold on. We got to get the, got to get, get the, there we go. <laughs> There we go. Start off the bank. All right, and, there we and go. Some of these are going to be obvious. Some of them are not, which is kind of funny. So, uh, what about 1976? What do you guys think for that? Uh, 76. Okay, hold on. Uh, let me th- <laughs> let me think. Um, all right. Uh, was was Rocky? And don't seven- Google this. I'm not. I'm not. Go- no, I'm not. What Googling. genre would there be? Yeah. Uh, I'm not googling anything because that takes the fun out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Rocky- I know. I'm trying to remember if Rocky was 76 or 77. What 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 genre would it be? Can we get a, can we get a, a genre it, hint? Uh, they're going to be different. They're all over the place. Um, but believe uh, it or not, right. especially you the know first what? few I'm, years. I'm gonna, You've I'm, got everything from, from I'm gonna, Jaws. I'm going to say I, I, I'm going to say Rocky for 76. You're going to say Rocky for 76. What do you Ooh. think, Charles? I don't remember what year Rocky came out in. I don't. I don't. Yeah, really, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't. I think it was seventy six or seventy seven. Okay, but I'm gonna. It go wasn't with, close. It wasn't close encounters, was it? Ooh, both good, 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 good guesses. But it was. Uh, it was actually the Omen with Damien. The Omen. Oh, oh that, you know. Yeah. You know what? That's funny. That makes sense because my wife and I saw the remake of it with uh, Liev Schreiber. And oh, cool. it came out on it came out on six six oh six. It was like a Tuesday night. Oh, right to, on. to commemorate the thirtieth anniversary. It was like a shot for shot remake. It was like a shot for shot remake, like the uh, the one the Psycho with Vince Vaughn was. <laughs> and um, and it, but that, so it came out like on, like on a Tuesday, so just so although, they can say like six six oh six. Although the original <laughs> didn't have uh, didn't have Norman Bates Bank in it, I think. But that was a different no. story for another day. Okay, I didn't know that, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> All right, so uh, moving right along. <laughs> Great segue, Doolin. Uh, Thanks. Ni- 1977. Star Wars? Is it Star Wars? It's Star Wars. I'm going to go with Star Wars. It's got to be Star Wars it's 77? 100% it's Star Woo! Wars. Yeah, good, good yeah that, that one I figured. That's got to yeah. be. Yeah. Um, so, like I said, some of these are going to be pretty obvious. Some of them are not. Uh, mm-hmm. What about 1978? All right. Uh, 78. I'm going to go with. Came out in I'm going to go with. You know what? Okay, 1978. <laughs> Christopher Reeve's Superman. Ooh, interesting guess. Ooh, did that come out in seventy? I don't know. I th- I think I, I think it was seventy seven or seventy eight. Come out in seventy eight. What, yeah, I, I don't know. Right. I don't even know what movies came out. It's 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 like it's like it's like before my time. Like all the years are just like yes. So you guys you guys agreeing <laughs> on that one? Uh, I'll go with Doolin. Yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have one of my own. <laughs> okay, this is awesome. It was uh, it was actually Greece. Greece. Oh, Greece. Uh, Get out of here. Okay, was, yeah, all absolutely. right. All right. I, I, I'll, take that. I'll take that loss. I'll yeah, take that loss. That's a good one. Uh, all right. 1979. Oh, shit. If it? I give you a that's hint. That's got to be. Oh, yeah, yeah. By all means, give me a hint. Is, give you a hint is, on, is that? What? Sorry. Is that Superman? <laughs> is it? Um, I have to give. It has some show relevance. Some show. Oh, to the stuff we talk to, about to here? The, to the podcast. Yeah. 78. 79. Um, 79. Oh, 79. Maybe that was Superman. Because didn't it Which, take I a mean, while for Superman's like legs to like get under it? Because I, I thought that came oh, out maybe like at the sir, end of too soon, too soon. Well, I mean that. 
1979 the, movie. Um, Godfather. What, what was big? The Amityville Horror came out in '79. That was a big oh, one. Oh, that's a good. That's a good guess. All right. Well, Charles, but, um, I, I, I think Superman. Uh, and Charles, you were correct with the Amityville Horror. Woo. Yeah. Oh, well, okay. I should yeah. have guessed it. <laughs> The book came out in 77. The movie came out in 79. I believe it came out in 77. Okay, right? Charles, all right. Charles has got that one. All right. All right. Sweet. Good job, man. Good job. We'll, we'll count that as a, a point. Uh, and I'm not grading you guys, but, you know, uh, uh, the <laughs> but, fans are but judging. But your failures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I was grading your failures. Uh, all right. 1980. Uh, this one should be in the bag. Was that was that Jedi? All I mean, right, I mean you, Empire? Was, it, was it a comedy or a drama? Can you... I would say more drama. More Char- drama. Charles has a, has a legit answer it already. Em- em- Empire? Because that, that's... Oh, was it Empire? It was absolutely oh, shit, Empire Strikes Empire. Back. Oh, yeah, right, I figured. <laughs> Irving Kirshner directed. Great, great second installment. Um, and now, okay, you guys can stop messing around. And, uh, and, and some of the stuff you've been saying is spot on. 1981. Raiders of the Lost Ark. No. No? Shit. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's a hint, right? If I'd say one I mean, of you guys like, is wrong. I always thought that, I, I I mean, well, I know that Ray, Lost Ark came out in 81 when I was born. So I was thought that movie, was. Though. That was a great movie. Oh, uh, shit. I don't know. But if it, it, if it it's beat. not if it's not Raiders of the Lost Ark, then I don't know. I mean, what else came Superman, out? In Superman 2 came out that year. And you are correct. <laughs> oh, my Superman gosh, two. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, that's my favorite one. Awesome. Before Zod. Yeah, that was great. That's no, awesome. I, great Zod. I, I was. I was at a wedding years ago and the priest and the, uh, you know, they're doing the whole, like, you know, take, you know, do you take this man to be your one, all that stuff. And he, the priest was being real, like imperative about it. He was like, Chris, take Dana to be your, you know, to be your wife. And like, like very like that like commanding. So I was saying to my wife with my friends in the back of the church, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, this dude is like really bossy. It's like, he's like, Chris, take the garbage out, take, do this. And we're all laughing. And I started saying something. I started saying a little bit, I was trying to say it low and I was laughing too hard. My friend goes, what did you say? And I went to say it really low, and I just well, a little bit too loud went, kneel before Zod, <laughs> just as everybody got quiet in the church. Mm-hmm. Oh, back yeah. looking at me. I'm like, oh. Brutal, brutal. <laughs> this is not good. Why, why but, is it but, I have uh, no inner monologue? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it was really rough. It was, it was like really embarrassing. And, and 1981 was the year that I was born, which that's, yeah. so that's cool. Not graduated high school. I see. Yeah, my wife was born. Yeah, she, awesome. she was, she was, she was an 81 baby. Uh, okay, 1982. Okay. Cause I'm, that's got to be E.T. I'm going to go. I was going to I was going to say E.T. And you guys are 100% yeah, correct. Yes. E.T. Right. definitely took the year. I only know that because we're watching, um, like the uh, the the Mike Flanagan uh, House of Usher. Oh, okay. On um, on Netflix, and the guy who played Elliot in ET Elliot. is one of the main characters. Oh, cool. And um, and I pointed them out. I I, I pointed out to my daughter. I was, I was like, you know who that is, right? I was, I was, I was like, that's little Elliot from ET. And she's like, oh my gosh. She's like, wait, <laughs> ET's that older movie? I, I was I was like, yeah. She's like, what year did it come out? I was like, I don't know, either eighty one or eighty two or something like that. And I remember looking at, and I looked it up on my phone. I was like, that's eighty two. That was like, that was like three nights ago. That's the only reason I know that movie came out in eighty two. <laughs> Complete <laughs> <Such> luck. <laughs> excuse me, such a great film too. Um, all right, uh, gentlemen, nineteen eighty three. Uh, is that Return? Of, that's, that's Return of the Jedi. Jedi. That's Jedi. Return of the Jedi. Hundred. Yep, uh, absolutely. Woo! Return of the Jedi. Crush it in eighty three. So every that, two weeks, so every two go. years. There's franchises in this. You've got first, second, third. There. You've got Superman two. There's other franchises that are part of this list. That's mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a big hint there. Uh, okay. Ni- nineteen eighty four. Uh, Ghostbusters. 
Uh, no, I think that I think Ghostbusters might have been eighty five, but I don't know. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna go with um, I'm gonna go with Temple of Doom for uh, eighty four. Ooh, to because uh, I've been dying because I've been singing this all week to myself uh, to impersonate one of the characters from this movie. Okay, go. I can't. Nick Winters. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Is it, Caddy, is it Caddyshack? No. Or is it Ghostbusters? It's absolutely Ghostbusters. I thought it was 85. Well, you were oh, wrong, my damn. friend. All right. Yeah. Good Good. Good guess oh, there. I know what 85 was, though. I, I have a guess for 85. Right, I have a guess for 85 as well. 85. All right, ready? 85. We'll say it on three. One, one two, two, three. One, two, three. three. Back, Back to, to the, the future. future. <laughs> <laughs> Great guess. Great guess. But you are both incorrect. It, oh. No. <laughs> it is, in fact. And this is according to this, right? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going that they are the ultimate authority on this. But it was uh, it was Rambo First Blood Part 2. Rambo First Blood no Part 2. Yeah. Get out. Okay. Big movie. Uh, unadjusted domestic gross, $145 million. $393,330. Adjusted, Whoa. that's like Damn. 407, almost $408 million. Damn. Yeah, crazy. Wow. Yeah, great, great, uh, great movie. Uh, here's another good one, 1986. All right. See, now I'm starting to get to the age where I can remember like stuff. Big um, names, blockbusters start happening, right? Um, Top Gun. Shit. Uh, 86. I'm going to have to agree with Charles with Top Gun. And it is, in fact, Top Gun. Woo! All right. Uh, yeah. At, at at my wedding, I had like ten other Secret Service officers that were inv- that were invited to the wedding, <laughs> and all of the guys and me sang "You Lost That Loving Feeling" yes. to Melanie while she was sitting on her chair. We all sang it together. That and is it's, awesome. So it's, it's like yeah, I've always gone. wanted Hell to do yeah. that uh, just because it's funny. <laughs> and I, I've been in places where people have done it, but not to the effect of the film, of course. <laughs> well, it was it was we got married in 06, which was like the 30 year anniversary, you know, you know, right. 20, 20, 20 year anniversary of of, of it. Uh, so it was like yeah. I was like, yeah, like that was, you know, so yeah, we all, all of us on our knees singing, you all these big secret service agents singing. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. I, I love the, uh, the, I, I was hoping that you guys would have little stories about these movies and yeah. comments and stuff. This is great. Yeah, no, it's a I'm fun game. It. This is badass. Yeah. Right. I'm, I'm not liking it. <laughs> what, what, what do you guys like for 1987, which is possibly the coolest okay. year in rock and roll and, and a bunch of other things, I'm, but for, okay. For 87, I'm going to go with something that you and I talk about all the time, Okay, which is Predator. That had not Ooh. one, but Ooh. two state governors starring side by side. That is that. A, it <laughs> did. Yeah. It did. Ventura and Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Everybody get to the chopper. I'll give you a Charles. Um, can, can you give it? Get, oh wait, uh, Kate Keith, can you give us it's, the? It's, um, it's can you give us the Ventura impression that you? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, your Ventura impression is amazing. How he lives in the bar. Huh? Yeah. Uh, I I was working on that for a while. I haven't, I haven't messed with that in a while, so I'm not going to embarrass myself. But, um, yeah, I want to do a really good Jesse the Body Ventura impersonation at some point. But, uh, Will Sasso has the crown with that one. Um, it is, in fact, not Predator, although it is oh. part of a series of movies. I will Did, say that. Okay. Oh, a series of movies. Uh, what? What? Um, like movies with sequels. What genre? Uh, action comedy. Action comedy. Oh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Oh. Oh, let's go. I was going to say Lethal Weapon, but yeah, that could be it. Lethal Weapon's good, but it is, in fact, Beverly Hills Cop 2. Oh, it's nice. Two. Good job. Yeah. close. Oh, so number two. Close. Wow. I didn't realize number one was already out at that point. <laughs> so Jeez, wow. Just like you guys mentioned, like it takes a while for like Superman to catch on, right? So Superman 2 was yeah, a big yeah. movie. Beverly Hills Cop 2 was a b- big movie. Um, all right, 1988. What came oh, out oh, in 88? Um, what's it called? Um, you got to guess. The, the one... Toontown. Um, 
Oh, Roger who Rabbit. framed Roger Rabbit? Ooh, that's a good guess. You are correct. Uh, oh, shit. All right. I was going to go with something different. All right. All right. Charles got it with who remember framed that, Roger I remember Rabbit. Seeing, I remember seeing that in the movies and being obsessed with it. That was a I, great movie, That man. was huge. I, I saw that as well. And that was um, that and Cool World. Uh, I remember being like half animated films. That oh, were yeah. Cool World. I remember, I, yeah, I remember that. I don't remember when Cool World came out. It was so. not it could that be on good. The list. <laughs> Was, was that Kim Basinger in Cool mm-hmm. World? Yes, yes. In fact, it was. I thought so. <laughs> um, and it was Jessica Rabbit in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Good, oh, good yes. 1988s. And that, yeah, I mean, Dick Tracy came out some sometime in this mm-hmm. period or whatever. But anyway, um, okay, that was a good one. 1989. Batman. You guys have Batman. to nail it. Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Michael, Keaton's, Michael Keaton's Batman, which is, yeah. is a, an amazing, amazing movie. Uh, 1990. I'm laughing. I forgot about this. Uh, 1990. <laughs> uh, okay, I got this because I remember. Okay, so I remember in 1990, I was about eight or nine years old, and I went to the movies to see this uh, film that everybody kept talking about all was throughout the Christmas Turtles? break. No, 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 it was uh, Home Alone. I'm going to say it was Home Alone in Ooh, 1990. That's a good one. Yeah, I, I think that's. A, I was thinking. I was thinking Ninja Turtles just because. No, Ninja Turtles. I think was 89. That was a big movie as well. I think um, it was 89. I don't know. Charles, do you have a, a guess that's separate from his? Uh, I was. I was going to say Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, it is. <coughs> uh, it's Ghost. Actually, Ghost. Yeah. Oh, Ghost. No kidding. Swayze. Yeah. Uh, what was wow. the lady's name in that? Uh, it was. Directed uh, by Demi Z- Moore. Yeah, Demi Jerry Moore. Zucker and Demi Moore and Patrick Swayze. Demi Moore and, 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 Whoopi, and Whoopi Goldberg. Yep, yep. They were all in there. It was a, it was a classic film. I had to watch that way too many times. No, I, I, lo- I, re- I actually really liked the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was a good what's movie. What's the song? What's the song? Oh, oh my, my God. Uh, it's the Righteous know. Brothers on Change Melody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know how many times I like as a DJ people approach me? Like, oh, you probably get that my all the time. It's me and my wife's 42nd ending, wedding anniversary. Could you play? Uh, yeah, I got it. I okay. got it. It's, it's on the hot key. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they get naked and make pottery on the dance floor. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> this just got weird. Um, <laughs> no. uh, all right. This is a good one. 1991. 1991. T2. What is it? What'd you say? T2, Judgment Day. Terminator. Oh, shit, yeah, Terminator 2. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm throwing my, I'm throwing my, or, wait a minute, hold on. Or, Ooh, or, okay, Terminator 2, or the only animated movie that ever won an Academy Award for Best Picture, which was Beauty and the Beast, 1991. Uh, it is, in fact, Ooh. Terminator 2. Ah, damn, Terminator just took out the Beast. You got to okay. think, uh, the audience for Terminator was probably way larger than Beauty and the Beast. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. Uh, yeah, T2, man, one of the greatest sequels of all time. Uh, I mean, to the, the, I mean, it was better than the original, right? Uh, I, I, it's different. I oh, like them both. Yeah, I, I mean, the T1000 is what that that was like. One of those, like, it was the it was the uh, special effects that really drove. <laughs> that movie i was like the liquid metal and just watching oh, yeah it was Robert amazing. patrick it was absolutely amazing. you know doing all those things at that time that was cutting edge i mean no one had ever done anything like that before. oh for sure the movie was huge it was huge it still is huge uh, all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna take all my conceived notions about disney and put them over here now since like all right no more disney for the answers so ni- <laughs> let's do uh 1992 uh, what came out in 1992? Army of Darkness came out Batman. in 1992. Oh, yeah, Batman didn't, Returns. Didn't Batman Returns? Yeah, I remember. That was huge. All right, um, I'm going to say Batman Returns for 1992. Batman Returns, in fact, took the Woo. took the box office. That All year. right. Yeah. There it is. 
I mean, with the late Paul Rubens. Yeah, no. so it, was a, it was a classic. He as had well. a, he had a cameo. He did have a cameo that was awesome. Ninety three, and you know, the, and, and they oh, had, and sorry. they actually brought Paul Rubens back for Gotham. He played oh. the Penguin's father in Gotham. Cool. Yes, he um, was when, in when Batman Returns because he was in Batman Returns with Earl. Yeah, so he so he he played um I forget that what the Robin Lloyd Wright or whatever the the guy's name is who played um who played the Penguin on uh, the, on the show Gotham. Cool. He Paul Rubens came in to be his father in a couple of episodes. It was awesome. Okay. It was fantastic. So <laughs> don't get rid of uh, Duel and don't get rid of your preconceived notions. Not this year. So okay. don't think you know. Oh, d- Disney about animated Disney, Disney and, can't animated win. Stuff. Uh, but 1993 had a massive movie. Is it Aladdin? Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Oh, so you, yeah. told, you threw me off, no, man. I said, I it's not this year. I said <laughs> it's not this year. Jurassic Park, indeed, was was great. Dr. Grant and, you know, Malcolm okay. is awesome. All right. the lo- Crap, I gave the next one away. It's so 1994. I, all right. All right. 1994. I read the wrong thing. There was a lot of movies in 1994 that were amazing. Um, I am going to go with Forrest Gump for 1994. Ooh. Good choice. Ooh. I don't remember what year that came out. I'm pre- I, I don't. Re- I think it was '94 because I remember I was in seventh grade and I went with my mom to go see that movie that year, and that movie was huh. huge. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Forrest Gump. Yeah, I gotta. You, you said that you you're so, you seem to be hinting it's Disney. What came out Disney? That's not that's not Aladdin. No, Aladdin. No, we're past earlier. Aladdin at this point. This is not Aladdin. Um. Wasn't Toy Story? It was before Toy Story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Toy Story was Toy was Story. the next year. Okay, Toy Story. Oh, because I, I was. Know. I remember going to see that too. So I don't know. My Disney's not strong. <laughs> I'll <laughs> go it? with Doolin's answer. Uh, is in fact the Lion King. The Lion King. Oh, oh shit! Okay. I saw that on Broadway. Uh, that was dope. <laughs> what's uh, what's his uh, Elton John? You know, great, great soundtrack there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right, here we got another piece of a franchise in 1995. It's a piece of a franchise. Batman. No, wait a minute. No, wait. I'm no because Batman. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, no, no. Batman Forever. Don't get me wrong. It was big, but it definitely did not. Prov- it was not as big as Batman Returns. Well, you mean um, maybe you're, maybe you mean it wasn't as good. Maybe not. Maybe not. I know there was a lot of like. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure that movie did well. But I'm going to go a different direction because I remember very well when this movie came out in 95 and it was Goldeneye with Pierce Brosnan. That's a huge film. Mm. However, Batman had nipples, though. (laughs) Batman did have nipples. It, in fact, (laughs) actually was the Batman Forever movie. Oh, Charles wins. Charles wins. That's all because it's a comic movie. All right. And you you guys got to start nailing some of these, I think. I I mean, we'll we'll get them right eventually. No, no, you guys are are crushing it already. You know we're definitely not cheating. So yeah, yeah, this is awesome. Okay, yeah. <laughs> let's do 1996. Oh, I saw this okay, in the 1996. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a wild right turn on this one. No, that <laughs> I don't know. I'm like thinking about. It. I'm like, oh wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. 96. I was in eighth grade. Biggest summer blockbuster. Oh, you may have shit. been about 15. No, I remember this. This one, 1996, summer 1996, was Independence Day. Will Smith. And and Bill Ooh. Pullman and Jeff Goldblum and that that's my guess for ninety six. I would have yeah, I, I think I gotta go with that one. And in I fact that was ninety six. Jeff Goldblum makes the list for a second time with Independence Day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Will Smith owns the summer. Yeah. He's not. He, he did. He's not shirtless. He's oh, not shirtless that, and lounging seductive. That but poor. <laughs> that poor bastard, man. Oh man. Uh, all right, nineteen ninety seven. What came Men out? Men in Black. Oh shit. 
uh, what came out in 97? Oh, no, no, no. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm saying I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember like where I was at that point in time in 97. <laughs> and my memory is not okay. that good. I couldn't tell you. 97. I, mean, I, I was, was in, I was in, it was my first year in high school. And I remember what was the big movie? Um, all of the girls that I knew, including my ex-wife at the time, would not STFU about Titanic. So I'm going to say oh. 1997 is James Cameron, who already made it on the list with Terminator 2. Uh, I'm going to say it's Titanic from 1997. Well, Charles is in fact correct here. It is uh, Men in Black. Men in Black. Uh, but, you know what we're but doing? You know what, though? We're doing you are partially movies. correct. But but you're partially correct because I think that '98 is Titanic because because Titanic got like a Christmas release in '97. <laughs> well, we're about to so find it didn't out. have a big okay. so it didn't have a big enough time to get money. <laughs> and it it does say the number one summer movie. So in fact, the oh, best okay. movie of the year could have been Titanic or whatever. But it is, it is not um, in '97. Okay. It is Men in Black. Um, okay, all, all right. right. 1998. You got to know this one. I'm saying Titanic. I'm saying Titanic. 98? You know what? No. Uh, I'm going to go with... No, it's not Titanic. I will say that. Shaving okay. Ryan's... Pro I mean, uh, Saving Private Ryan. <laughs> uh, that Ooh, was a big that's a movie, good one. too. Yeah. Was that... A, yeah, I, I think that, that was... Nine, I'm pretty sure that was 98, but I could be wrong. I'm going to tell you... Yeah, that's you. a good one. I, I, I already got my guess wrong. Yeah. I, I, was, I was guessing Titanic. Well, Aerosmith makes the list for the first time with oh, Armageddon. Armageddon. Yeah. Oh, I didn't that was the biggest. My eyes. And I guess Ben Affleck, you know, Batman, Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. Affleck. Swear to me. Swear to me. I don't, did he say that? I don't even know what you No, that wasn't. That, was, that, <laughs> that wasn't was until Bale. years later. <laughs> All right. That was, that was Christian right. Bale. Uh, 1999, I got this because, because I was working I was working my first job at a movie theater when this movie came okay. out in 1999. And that movie was The Matrix. Ooh, mm -hmm. I like that movie. Ooh. I saw it probably more than once in the theater, actually. Mm -hmm. It was a great movie. Charles, what do you think? I thought it was, um, we've got our first Star Wars movie since since Jedi. Oh, shoot, I forgot about Phantom Menace. And you in know what? fact... I'm, was it Phantom Menace or it, Matrix? It is, in fact, Star Wars episode All one, The right. Phantom Menace. You know what? I'm, I'm, okay to, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm I, I remember. That's what I call Padres. I think, I think we went, because it was right... It was right Dude, spinning, that's a good trick. <laughs> it was towards the end of the school year, and we actually went to see it on like a Thursday night at midnight. And there were people dressed up as Jedis, and we thought that was so silly. But in fact, people do that all the time now. It's yeah. not a big deal. Yeah, um, that was great. Well, it's funny because I remember in high school, we we I remember cutting. We they had released during like the first years of high school, right? Into well, you, the theaters, you broke up. What? what so I was are able you, to are you say they re-released the old ones. The, yeah, the originals, like with, uh, with like all of, like the new like special effects and yeah, new like yeah. added like a couple whatever. scenes. So here we and there. cut school, yeah. So we we cut school to go see all of those on the big screen because we were too young to have seen like you know like some of them like when they when when they first came out, and then when Phantom Menace came out, everybody cut class to go see Phantom Menace. Like in my school, it was just like one of those things because it was like this is the first Star Wars movie that's like for our generation that's coming out where we're like conscious of it, not like two year olds. Yeah, yeah. Um, so for the next few years, I'm going to say, are, and, and, are we and fast forwarding or few, no, for the next few years, they are all parts of 
uh, sequels and big, big things. Um, oh, shit. What do you guys right. want to call for 2000? That's your hint you get. Well, a lot of these are part uh, of for, So for 2000, I was... All right, so I had a totally different guest for 2000. This was kind of surprising. Um, which, which was uh, it's standalone movie, which is not really a standalone movie because they're making a freaking sequel to it, but I was gonna say Gladiator, Ooh. But, Ooh. If, but if it's... But glad as of my, as of now, one of my favorites too. I, I love that movie so flipping much. I do too. Um, I don't have a guess for two thousand. Um, what was big? It, it was part of a. It was a part of a thing, part of a franchise. Yeah. Was it one of the Mission Impossible's? Ooh, that's. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Or was it maybe Fast and the Furious, the first one? Ooh, it was Mission Impossible 2. Oh, right. oh I didn't know well which done. one. I, I, I didn't know that was, that, that, yeah. that was a shot in the dark. No, that was good. That was good. All right. 2001, the first in a Harry series. Harry Potter. Ah. What, what, what was your guess? Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. Harry, ooh, Harry Potter for 2001. And that would have been the uh, Sorcerer's Stone about that time, right? Yeah, that yeah, that would have been yeah, the, yeah. Because I I remember very specifically, like I you were I was wrong. I was a little bit too <laughs> old for that. Um, <laughs> uh, biggest movie in two thousand and one. Let me think. Uh, I know I'm I'm blanking on you're, this one. You're nuking it. Uh, I got nothing. I got I got no guess for two thousand one. My guess was yeah. Was it, Harry Potter here? Yeah. It's in fact Shrek, another animated film. Oh shit! All oh, right. get out! Yeah. Okay. Okay. Summer blockbusters. All right. Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Um, Lord of the Rings. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. Um. Well. Okay. Did was okay. I'm trying to remember. Okay. I was two thousand one. <laughs> I was in college. Dylan's really like. <laughs> I'm thinking. Hold on. Two thousand one. Yeah. I was in college, and that it was over Christmas. It was over Christmas break, and I went to go see. Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Rings. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say that, yes, it was Lord of the Rings. It was, in fact, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Really? shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, that's, that makes sense. It was, it was, okay. Yeah. That, that's, Tobey Maguire's uh, debut as Spider-Man. All right. Well, uh, that's, and, Spider-Man um, 2 is going to be my answer for 2004. Because like that movie was huge well, too. We're on 2003. I know, but I'm so. just letting you know, like at, ahead of, in advance, that's going to be where I go for that. Um, all the movies yeah. came out. Yeah. All right. 2003. We're in 2003 now. Um, 2003. That's another animated. Is that another animated one? In fact, it is. Animated. That's gotta be uh, what's it called? The one I hate. Oh, what's the one I hate that my kids watch all the time? <laughs> Finding Nemo. Indeed. Oh, damn it, man. Sorry. Wow. I, I, I cut you off. I, there. We watched that damn movie. I, I hated that movie so much because they find him like 20 minutes in, and then the rest of the movie is just finding and doing more shit with Nemo. <laughs> and I hated that movie so much. Awesome. I hated it. <laughs> all right. 2000. Yeah, I watched it way too many times. Nice. Uh, t- we only have 20 more to go. Uh, oh, geez. Two, 2000. <laughs> two, 2004. <laughs> 2004 is yeah. once again. I'm gonna go with Spider-Man 2. Okay. Yeah, I think so. It's uh, Shrek 2. Shit, Shrek beats Spider-Man. Yeah, Shrek it was beats... big. It was a what big movie. F? It made it made like almost four and a half million dollars, or four and a half hundred million dollars. Yeah. So if it's not Scott, it's just crap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got another uh, Batman. 2005 a, a franchise Batman. movie in 2005. 2005 the I'm, I'm, I'm going, the I'm Batman's back. Batman's. Ooh, is it Batman or is it Star Wars? It is in fact Star, Star Wars. Wars. Ah, yeah. Good job, Charles. Shit. Good job. That was that was the year. <laughs> that was the year I became fun. a. Uh, 
you became a daughter at the White House. Oh, oh shit. Cool. that's how I remember it. Nice. That was the first time I got. I had to watch a Star Wars movie by myself because I was just like on like a, getting off like a stupid clock shift and like just went to an early show. <laughs> right on, right on. All right, this is this is a great film with a great actor in two thousand six. Uh, is it Rocky Balboa? No, it is uh, not. Oh six. Oh, um, what should we call it? Johnny Depp. Uh, Pirates. Oh shit! Yep. Pirates of the Caribbean. Damn. Dead Man's Chest, in fact, I'm losing hard, man. All right, let's uh, let's cap off another. Well, I I don't know. Mid cap of a franchise here in 2007. 2007 is going to be Spider Man three. We're gonna go. We gotta go. We've lost Spider Man twice and been wrong. It's gotta be Spider Man. Spider Man three. <laughs> indeed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yay. The, fi- uh, the final. It's film. the dance. The dance. Yeah. The dance knocked it over the top. <laughs> <laughs> oh, these are interesting here. Uh, 2008. All right, what I'm trying Dark to think. Uh, yeah, 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 definitely. I'm gonna go with Charles. Iron on that. Man wasn't Dark big. Iron Man wasn't big enough, but that, that was the same year Dark Knight. Yeah, because yeah. oh, that's a good that's a good reference. Iron, Iron Man, yeah, because that was the start of the MCU, and it wasn't huge yeah. then. But no, in fact, Batman was well established. It wasn't the Dark Knight. Yes. It was Dark Knight. Great job, guys. All right, you can hit the applause if you like. Oh, it. for this, I applaud you. Uh, all right, 2009. Okay, now I'm trying to remember because now I'm at a, I'm like way out of school at this point, and I'm trying to remember like what. There are still at this point. There's still Harry Potter movies going on. There is a Harry Potter movie on the list for sure. Okay, the MCU is not fully established. But Um, there's an MCU. Wait a minute. Hold on. Can I? Can I? I'm trying to. I I will say there is MCU movies and uh, would you say Harry Potter movie on the list for sure. Ooh, okay. okay. Um, I'm gonna but go. Not the number one spot. 2009. I'm gonna say Transformers. 2000. Well, that's going. That, that was Revenge of the Fallen, right? I, I don't remember. I just the remember Transformers one? came out. It's Is and that... they were huge summer blockbusters. So that's that's okay. like all I got. I'll back that play. Okay, you you guys are correct. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Oh, good job, Dylan. Oh, right. Thanks, man. Yeah. Remember the first Transformers came out of nowhere, and everybody was like, "Yo, that was awesome." So obviously. Yeah. The next one is when everybody went, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm sure it made a bunch of money too, but it just didn't win that year whenever it came out. All right, here we go. Uh, 2010. Okay. So animated film. Oh, it's animated. Toy Story 3. Oh <laughs> shit. Was that 2010? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love how he I'm going to have to just, I'm just going to have to agree with him because I, I was going to go with something totally different for 2010 and I can't think of anything. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go with uh, Toy Story three. You are correct. Hey, yeah, damn, I man! Ch- I have two childs. <laughs> we call them that's what it is. Kids and children. Now, yeah, that's great. Great job so far. You guys are crushing this. This is awesome. All right, 2011. All right, so 2011. At this point, I'm living up in North Carolina, and uh, the MCU had just started to get big. And started gain well, traction. Yeah, so, you got to think about. But years that was when the year. I know. Well, I, that's what I'm doing. Like, I'm remembering what happened in my life, and I'm remembering uh, Captain America First Avenger came out in 2011. Did anybody care? I cared. I cared <laughs> a great deal. <laughs> I'm just messing but with wasn't it, wasn't it, it wasn't Hunger Games. It wasn't the last Harry... One of, part of one of the last Harry Potter movies was out that year. And in fact, Charles is correct with Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows <laughs> Part 2. That was the last my, Harry my, Potter movie, in fact. Right? My daughter's best friend is obsessed. Yeah, that was my, yeah. She, my daughter's best friend is obsessed with Harry Potter. Like she has been a Harry Potter character for Halloween, like every one of her fourteen years. On That's the awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like it's, I was just 
You, I was just with her yesterday. They, I, they took the, I took the girls ice skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, <laughs> nice. And she was babbling about something about <laughs> those are those are great costumes. You can always go as a Harry Potter character. Everybody knows who you are. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's great. Yeah, Even she, if you're not she, one of those she's all in. Yeah, just wear your house colors and send it. All right, 2012 Avengers. Avengers, yeah. yeah. In fact, it was Avengers. Yeah, that one. That one was huge, huge at the time. So, that first yeah. Avengers movie, uh, it it slapped. Yeah, 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 dude, it was it amazing. Still does. Yeah, it's, it's great. Still, it's I, still a great one. I watched it probably two months ago or a month ago or something. Mm-hmm. It was, it's still a great movie. Uh, all right, 2013, uh, and that follows up Iron Man three. Uh, that was like the beginning of the next sequence. sequence right? That was the beginning of phase two. I'm going to go the other direction with it and say Man of Steel. I'm going to oh. agree with Charles. Okay, Charles got it. All right. Iron That's Man cool. 3, baby. Yeah. All right, Charles got it. Woo. All right. Because he had, they, had, he had, they had the clout finally. They had like, you know, coming off uh, coming off of Avengers. That yeah. was like the aftermath. That was like, that was at the beginning of phase two, but also the end of phase one. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Where we have like the, 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 the PTSD that Tony's going through. Oh, absolutely. He wanted to build a, uh, a suit of armor for the world, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It all, that's, how, that's how it all kicks off. All right, 2014. Uh, okay, so tr- here's one thing. Uh, uh, you know, I'm going to go back to Disney for 2014 and say Frozen. Okay. Hmm. Oh, it is not an animated one. film. Though. Oh shit! Uh, not an animated film. What? Came, and it what wasn't. Else? It wasn't Guardians. Guardians came out that year, but it wasn't the number one. Mm, was it that John Wick? It, what? What? What was your guess? He said it's not. I didn't have it. I, I was. I was. Th- I was thinking it's not Guardians. Summer blockbuster, though. Not the. Not the movie of the year necessarily, right? Yeah, it, it could be different. I'm, I'm not sure if they're different, but I'm gonna go with John Wick. That's my that's my guess. That was a good movie. I'll, 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 I'll go for it. It's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh snap! All right, so really Marvel. the number one summer? Yeah, yeah, that was a big movie with the sense. music and everything. Everybody loved that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't see it back then, but all my neighbors talked about it. Uh, all right, 2015, part of a franchise. Avengers two. It's Aven- Avengers two. Ultron, right? Yeah. Uh, in fact, it was Jurassic World. What? That beat wow. Avengers 2? That beat Avengers? Yeah. Damn. Okay. How about that? All uh, right. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking of Ultron, too. Okay, back to animation in 2016. Really? Because tw- I know 2016 was Civil War, and we have an animated movie that beat out Civil War? In the summer, at least. It's 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 got to be. It's, it's, what's We're, going it away. Um, We're going back it's, to it's, Nemo. It's, it's Finding Dory. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's the other one that I hate. You are <laughs> correct. Uh, how did, that, God damn how it, did Finding Dory beat <laughs> Civil War? Uh, it just, how did Finding did. Dory not make your brain leak out of your ears? <laughs> you know, uh, I saw... Avengers, it was like a big thing culturally, uh, but I didn't see Civil War right away. So I could see, and I did hear mm. about Finding Dory though. All right, 2017. We're back to Spider Man. Are we? Was it Wonder Woman? It was, in fact, Wonder Woman. Oh, Wonder Woman yeah. beat Spider Man yeah. in 2017. Okay. All you right. know, I've, 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 got a, I've got a great Wonder Woman story, if I may. Okay. Yes, send it. You may. All right. We're, we're, <laughs> we're on our way back to the theater. Like, Anna, Anna was like seven years old or so at the time, right? Mm-hmm. So I take her to see it, and we're on our way back, and she's like, "Wait, who are the bad guys in that movie again?" I was, I was like, oh, "It's World War uh, World War One." I was just the Germans, and she's like, "Wait, weren't the Germans the bad guys in World War Two? I was like, "Yeah, they don't learn." So she's <laughs> laughing. She's so like we're talking to just just no. She's 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 kind of sitting on it a little bit, and then she's then she starts asking some like heady questions. She's like, "Hey, back in like the bad days in America." What would happen if, like, like in, in slavery, if a white family had a black baby? 
And I was like, well, that's a good question. You mm-hmm. know, like a lot of times they disavowed the kid. They like forced like the mom to like, you know, like, you know, raise it and stuff like that. I was like, so there, you know, so it was, it was unfortunately very tragic for those kids because they weren't like, you no know, love that they should have been. So she's Absolutely. like, oh, so she's like, do we have any black people in our family? I said, no, but like if you or your brother or your cousins marry someone who's black, you would, you know, and you had a baby, that baby would be like, you know, half black and half white. And she mm-hmm. was like, but why? I said, well, because like, because the science, the way yo. it goes. I, I, I was, I was, I was like, it's the same way. Like, mom and I can't have a Chinese baby. Neither one of us are Chinese. Fair and enough. she, I was like, I was like, so like, mom and I can't have a black no child. She's like, but I don't understand. She goes, you're, you're not white. So I was like, well, I'm what now? And she goes, you're not white. So I pull the car right over on the side of the road, <laughs> and I'm like, what the literal f are you talking about? <laughs> oh, and she's like. And she's thinking about my wife, who's this pale Irish woman, who's like, when she gets up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, I think we're being haunted when she walks by the window because she's like <laughs> ghost-like. So it's like, so she sees my wife as white, and she sees me with my more Mediterranean complexion because I'm Italian, and she thinks that I'm not white. I must be something else. Oh, okay, yeah. And I'm, like, I'm, yeah. I'm like, so I'm, I'm like, I'm like Anna. I'm white just because I'm a darker child. It's like you and your brother have blonde hair and blue eyes. They'd be throwing you parades in 1936 in Germany. I was like, you got to be kidding. I was, I was like, you are not from a biracial. Please tell me you're not telling kids you're biracial. Oh, <laughs> man, tell me that's she not just didn't up. know. Yeah. <laughs> she, but, but it was one of those stories I've told other people just to show like, how hilarious. kids just don't really care about, like, you know, they don't see that sort of thing. Like, right, they're just right. like, they're just so like innocent. They're not, you got to be teach someone to hate somebody. And like, she had no clue that. You broke up here a little bit. He's a Sorry. 4.0 honor student. Yeah, that's wild, man. Um, <laughs> but, it, but it was because of that movie we had that conversation. I'll never forget pulling over on the side of the road and be like, what are you talking about? There's a, <laughs> you there, are, you... Yeah, we have a, we have a, my family's super massive and super diverse. And a, a lot of people actually mistake it. My, uh, my, my wife is Greek. So, um, you know, she walks out in the sun for two minutes and people are like, where's your wife from? That's usually what they ask me. Like, where, where, <laughs> like what, what, uh, cause every, She's you know, like, you said like, who, how? They're like, yeah, what? everybody assumes because you're in the, you know, I was in the Navy at the time that, that you're on a ship. They're like, what port did you pick that chick up? In? Yeah. And, uh, I'm like, no, she's, she's actually American. Uh, uh, she's, but, here. But she's Greek. Yeah. And, um, uh, her mom is super dark because they, they're, uh, I think they're Cypriot. Um, her mom was Cypriot and her dad was Spartan. So they, mm. they have a interesting, oh. um, they, they all have interesting complexions, but they look, they look, but just like, just like being in Egypt, like people look like all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's her her whole concept of like seeing my wife as as like white and me not that light and assuming well if he's not if you're not her color you must not be white yeah <laughs> I mean, I, that's not how it works yeah I'm a different shade <laughs> and so people know my family's uh, you know pretty diverse um, culturally and such um, you know we've got Asian people in our family we've got black people in our family and um, the uh, I got done with that kayak trip and I had been out in the sun for what was it fifty six fifty eight days and. Uh, people kept asking me like, they're like, what, what is your background exactly? And I was like, I've been in the sun for two months. Um, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty dark right now. A lot of people, <laughs> yeah, they were like, I, my, my background is East coast. <laughs> yeah. It's just, yeah, it's literally the entire East coast right now. Um, yeah, pretty interesting. <laughs> cool, man. Uh, so that was, 20, that was an awesome story, man. Uh, uh, from wonder woman, we go into 2018. Uh, oh, that's, uh, that's, that's infinity war without a doubt. That movie was huge. Was that from 2018? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. And Endgame was the next year, and that one definitely. Yeah. Okay. Well, in Wait, Anna- it was the, yeah, next year was the next year, and yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, it and, was. Yeah, they were re- released one year apart. <laughs> this one's animated. It's Incredibles two. What? Incredibles two? Yeah. Beat Avengers? Are you Kids, kidding me? It beat Avengers that movie. What? Get out of here in the summertime. Oh, in the summer. Okay, fair oh, enough. Oh man. Oh, interesting. This is a. This is kind of a double tap here. Two thousand nineteen. That's got to be Endgame. There was nothing bigger. Yeah. There was nothing bigger than Endgame in 2019. Probably the biggest movie of the year, but in fact, in the summertime, it was The Lion King again. What? The, the like? Oh, the, 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 the really? Yeah. Just in the summer, but even wow. in the summer, it Dude, beat- this thing made over 500 million dollars. That's crazy. What? So much money. Wow. Oh, I remember. I remember- <laughs> I remember when uh, this, this is 2019, right? Because because I, I remember um, 2018. Avengers 2019. No, I mean because it was it was my 40th birthday when um, Avengers came out, when awesome. Endgame came out, and I took the kids out of the school and we went and we saw it and just like just sitting there. My, my I remember Anna asking me, she's like, "Hey, what do you want to see from this movie?" I was like, "I just want to hear. I I want it to be good and I want to hear Cap say Avengers Assemble." And when they get into that final scene, you know he's going <laughs> to say it. She just grabs my hand, and she's like, he's going to say it. He's going to say it. Heck yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'm sitting there with tears in my eyes like a child because I'm like, this is it. This is it. I've been waiting for this my whole life. I am 100% completely shocked that the uh, they they didn't they, – neither of those films made the list, um, which is kind of interesting. Hmm. Overall, I guess. You know, they were, but, yeah, for the summer, I'm, I'm really shocked. Yeah. So we actually we're not going to 2023. We are only going to 2022, and uh, this this uh, this this shakes it up a little bit. Um, 2020. So now we're in pandemic. We're we're in the pandemic time era now, uh, and there and weren't a, a lot of movies. Film. This was a big there were, film. This is where stuff started to come out on was streaming it, now. Money wise, was this it was, um, a top, was this was this was it was it Top Gun? Top Gun, I don't believe was out yet. I don't think I think that was the next okay. year. Um, uh, 2020. What came out in 2020? I don't know. Everybody was sitting home watching Tiger King on Netflix, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> Tiger King is not the film of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Hey, I'm going to take a pass on 2020, man. I, I got nothing. Charles, anything? I, I thought it was top. I thought maybe Top Gun, but I got nothing. It's Tenant. Oh, okay. The movie oh, Tenant. I, yeah. you know, I, I still haven't watched I didn't that. even see that. That's Christopher Nolan. Yeah. yeah. I still haven't watched that one. And it, it only made um, unadjusted $19 million because nobody got to go to the theaters. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that's wild. Um, streaming services really, really took over. Mm-hmm. All right. We're back to uh, a couple franchises for these last ones. Uh, 2021? That's got to be Top Gun. Oh. What? Was that Black Widow? It was, in fact, Black Widow. Oh, shit. And uh, 2022, 2022. Uh, you guys have been talking around it, so we've been we've been dancing around it for a while. What happened in 2022 last year? Oh, okay, I it's guess it was. I guess be, it was. Is that going to be Top Gun? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, Top Gun. Top Gun. You All guys right. Are, yeah. Okay. I, I I don't know why I thought that came a lot longer before Top before. No, it's a pretty recent movie. I remember. I just yeah, saw it I the end of last year probably. About this time last year, maybe yeah, I saw it, it. it's 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 great. I mean, my, my son like is obsessed with that movie. And check this out: just the money, right? Uh, Tenant made the nineteen million dollars according to this. Of course, according to this, Black Widow made one hundred and eighty-two million dollars. Uh, I'm not talking about the change, right? Uh, and then uh, Top Gun Maverick, when everybody go back to the theaters, made seven hundred and one million dollars. Wow! Yeah, yeah. I mean, that movie was huge. Yeah. So twenty twenty three is not good on here, too. But, yeah. 
Uh, so that that's a fun game. I, I thanks yeah. for playing with us. That's uh, kind of an interesting. Yeah, that one. was fun. I like top ten lists and stuff. They're pretty fun. You know, you get other people's opinions. You're like, you, you can agree, you can disagree, that kind of thing. Top, this top was gun, kind of a fun one. Top Gun could have been better though if they. Put a chicken in, make her gay. <laughs> 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 oh my god, that's ridiculous. Um, I did like Val. Oh man! You realize? Can you say really that again? You broke sick. up there. Yeah, Val, you broke Val. up. Oh, I, 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 was, I, was, I liked Val Kilmer, and I didn't realize that Val Kilmer was actually sick. Yeah, when that was yeah, being, he had a struggle with cancer and everything, man. So yeah, I thought that was, was that's why he did it. But that was like legit, like him. And I was like, wow, that was that was baller for him to pull through for and, that. You know, like for the character trope or archetype, I thought it was interesting that Val Kilmer, uh, you know, became an admiral, and and Maverick was still stuck there as a captain, yeah. you know, like kind of the rebel. He, I guess he never lost his ways. And then Val Kilmer actually kind of protected him throughout his career. Very, very interesting, um, you know, change to the, to the plot and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, that, that was just a good, and, and what's his face looked just like a young goose. Yeah. That, um, oh my gosh. Yeah. Was that my, was that miles Teller who, who played him? Who was uh, that? No, that played, uh, I could see him, I could see him doing here. it, but I don't who, know. What, uh, I, I, who, I don't remember who the actor was that played like young goose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, it 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 was nominated for six awards awards at the Academy Awards that year, including Best Picture. Picture, blah, and it took uh, it, it played it, by it, Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards was the guy, and it it won Best Sound that year for sure. Mm. Very cool. Oh yeah, and and I I just I just looked up Miles Teller was indeed Bradley. Yeah, if uh, if anybody out there gets a chance, look this article up and a bunch of other ones on this website. Really cool little site here. They talk about movies, entertainment, and all that kind of good stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was a fun one. Um, for sure. And I appreciate you guys playing that with me. No, man. Thanks for doing yeah, that. that was man. A fun and, one. And yeah, that was, that was fun. Charles, thanks for, I mean, we, we kept you here a little bit longer than we usually do, ah, man, but good. I appreciate you saying and hanging yeah, out with a, us for a little yeah, bit tonight, man. This is great, man. Yeah, that was cool. Awesome, man. Well, uh, hopefully we will, uh, we'll, we'll get back in touch with you here pretty soon. If you know, next week, if not sooner than, uh, sooner than that, well, not sooner than that. Cause we wouldn't have any reason to do that, but we'll talk exactly. to you here pretty soon. We'll talk to you here pretty soon. buddy. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for hanging out. All right, guys. All right, no problem. Yeah, have have safe, guys. All right, man. All right. You too. Thank, Cheers. Take care. All right. All right. Later, guys. All right, man. That was our time with comic man. Yeah. That was always, awesome. Man. Always a good time. Yeah. Thanks for playing that game with me. No problem. That was a good time. I yeah. had fun. Uh, I'm sure we'll have more as time goes on. (laughs) All right. Well, from comic books to the world of the mysterious, let's uh, let's get into some creepy mysteries of the unknown, shall we? Yeah, send it. Mysterious world where we talk about some of the things that we just can't quite explain. And I'm going to be talking tonight a little bit about... uh, a little place here that's not too far from us, man. Um, this is uh, we're going over to Ocala, Florida, for this. Ooh, and uh, and I have a reason for talking about this, which I'll talk about at the end. But um, so I looked on a website called uh, horrorgeeklife.com, and they did a countdown of the most haunted inns in Florida, and this place okay. was at number one. Um, and this place also appeared on Ghost Hunters. Um, I'm talking about the Seven Sisters Inn in Ocala, Florida. Now, um, just a just a little bit of background on this place. Um, uh, this was originally owned and constructed by, if I'm saying his name correctly, Charles Rainauer. Okay. Um, and this guy was born in March uh, on March 5th, 1846. Ooh. Um, and so this guy was in Ocala. He became a prominent businessman and leader in Ocala, Florida in the 1890s. 
He started a successful clothing store in the area, and in 1906, he actually became mayor of Ocala, Florida. Um, and this was uh, this was his home. This was this uh, beautiful Victorian home in which Victorian. he lived. <laughs> Sorry, no, it's okay. Um, he uh, he passed away, of course, as as all men do, in 1925 in the house, and so did his wife uh, some years later in 1942. Um, and they uh, they passed the house on to their children. Uh, and there's a lot of people that believe that. The spirit of Charles is still very much alive and wandering around in this inn, but he is actually believed to be a uh, a friendly spirit, um, like the, Casper. Yeah, kind of like Casper, a little friendly ghost. Um, now the home is, is now, like I said, now in now uh, where <laughs> you can you can actually uh, book a uh, you can actually book a room and go stay there and oh, cool. uh, yeah and a lot of people credit this as being the most haunted inn in Florida uh visitors who have gone there to this place said that they've seen things moving around on their own oh that's creepy um they've heard music coming from play like they don't know what's causing the music but they hear music okay They've heard voices coming from empty rooms, and of course they go in there, and there's there's nobody in there. Does this place serve alcohol? Uh, I don't know. I'm making a joke. Good question. Maybe they're, yeah. <laughs> I'm Ga- being, that's yeah. my my Ga- joke for being skeptical. Yeah, that's my little joke. That's fine. It's my skeptical joke. Guests have had doors shut behind them. Ooh. Faucets and lights have been turned off or on on their own. This is actually a lot of what I hear about hauntings in Florida in general. Really? This is kind of interesting, yeah. Okay. Um, and the uh, the current owners of this place think that the, some of the ghosts are just kind of picky about, like, they're not doing it to be malevolent. They just like, hey, turn that light off, you know? <laughs> like, some, <laughs> like, hey, leave the water on. You know, like, hey, I'm using the water. Turn it on. You know, that kind of thing. Okay. Um, I'm using the water. <laughs> I'm using it. Uh, so the caretakers say they, uh, and they, they, there's been a lot of interviews about the caretakers and uh, employees, the management staff here at the Seven Sisters Inn over the years. And the caretakers say that that um, they've gotten the feeling that the ghosts that haunt this place at the Seven Sisters Inn are just, they're, they're curious beings. Okay. They've heard children uh, laughing and running around. Running around like in uh, you know on on the various floors Far out. in the rooms um, that they were just in like so like you know you you go out you close the door behind you and you hear the footsteps oh, in the I door get it. yeah um, that's weird <laughs> uh, and then like uh, and some people say like uh, like some of the guests that have booked uh, they basically checked in and they go in and right before they enter the room they hear like shh like people. Hushing, like hushing other people in the room, like they don't want to be caught, huh. like in this room. So uh, I went and I watched a bunch of reports uh, on YouTube of interviews with management staff who have uh, claimed to see full-bodied apparitions wearing. <laughs> you're doing yeah, the hand yeah, movements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wearing Victorian clothing. Okay. Walking from the hallway. Into rooms, the hallway, and disappearing. Um, and there's there's three entities that people claim to see more often. Uh, they claim to see there's there's a woman, okay, an old man, which some believe to be Charles, old man winners, yeah, who runs the haunted amusement park. Uh, that's a Wayne's World reference, and a young Indeed. boy. Okay. Um, now, 
Some say that there is a malevolent spirit in the house as well, um, who has been called the woman with rotting flesh. Ew. Now, I I don't uh, like I, I I tried to do some research on this. I think that uh, while some of these other accounts may actually hold some weight, I think that this is complete and total fabrication. Malarkey. I don't, yeah, I don't believe any of this, but I'm going to report on it. And I'll tell you like it's part why, of the story. Yeah, I'll tell you like why I think this part of it is like absolutely ridiculous. So there was a man that I found um, an account or a report that he apparently gave on this website. Uh, they only gave the name Logan. Said that he was unpacking. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, not Wolverine. So that he was unpacking and like putting things in the closet. He heard a faint moan, um, and he didn't think anything of it. He thought it was like coming from down the hall. And it kept growing louder and louder until he realized it was coming from the bathroom of the room where he was staying. So he goes into this bathroom and uh, he finds this woman in the bathtub, uh, apparently who had rotting flesh, Ew. Um, holding a bloody and dismembered doll with eyes that were devoid of pupils who looked at him and said, finally, a new toy. Ew. Yeah. Um, so this is creepy, man. Yeah, so apparently, like you're he, freaking me out. You're freaking man. me out, man. I'm the leprechaun. <laughs> yeah, so, stop it. You're scared. <laughs> so he apparently ran out of the house, hid in his car, as one does. Yeah, uh, for an hour, and then when he finally mustered up the courage to come back in, there was nothing in there. But my thing is like, well, why don't okay. you tell? Why don't you tell the staff? Like as you were on your way out, you know what I mean. So um, this one, that one particular part of it, like that set off my bullshit meter because I could only find it on one website and I couldn't find any other accounts of this. Okay. So I think, I think that one is total BS, but um, total, but this thing has been, uh, it's like I said, it's been on ghost hunters. If you go, if you look up um, uh, seven sisters and you can find a lot of stories about this Victorian home that you can go stay in. Hmm. Um, and the reason I chose that for Mysterious World is to tell you this, I have booked to stay there. <coughs> You're crazy. Uh, well, okay, let me refresh that. My girlfriend has booked to stay there <laughs> for uh, February 15th to the 17th, and I will be going. Oh, now wicked, the, dude. The, you know, Here's the thing. Like, every time, every single time we go somewhere, Savannah, Charleston, whatever. Yeah. She looks for the most haunted places that she can possibly find and books a stay there. And I don't think she is going to be satisfied <laughs> until she sees until I wake up at 3 a.m. Oh and look up gosh. and see the dismembered head of an old woman floating above me saying, Get out. I, I don't I don't <laughs> wish this on anybody. So uh <laughs> So that's the Seven Sisters in um, in uh, Ocala, Florida. Okay. Of uh, of which I will be staying, and I will get back to you and report back to you about my experience. So you're staying. doing real field research. I here. mean, it's more like me me and my girlfriend were taking a trip in Ocala, and she booked it because she loves this stuff, man. Like that's I think awesome. I think she loves this stuff like more than we do. I'm surprised actually that like, well, you know, when we had um, you know, but honestly, when people ask me about a lot of the stuff, like I I I read. I retain or remain skeptical, like, but I don't want that to think that I'm not into it. Like, it's fascinating. 
Well, you know, like, we, we do our best to kind of like. But but now we're the guys that everybody around town like, oh, they, they're the ghost guys. And I'm like, well, we're, we're not really the ghost guys. No, we, we just, just talk about stuff. Yeah, like, but, I, I just like, listen, but man. You know like, how many people have come up to me this week? I've got like three different ghosts. Really? Guys. Yeah. It's less like, oh, he's the ghost guy. Like, like, <laughs> well, uh, I would say that Larry, who we Larry had on the show the, last week, he is the ghost guy. And I actually, I actually uh, uh, give a shout out and his information to not like his personal information. I don't have that, but uh, like his uh, business and stuff that we we plugged last week because um, people are into it and they're like, oh man, but I got a haunted house right over here. And you're like, well, hey, call maybe, Larry. Maybe Larry knows about it. Maybe you should tell him about it. You know, like that's cool. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it's like you said, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah, but uh, you know, but uh, yeah, like not not really like a, a a whole big story. I could go on about the the history of it, but I mean that's that's not why you're here. You want to hear like the ghost stuff, yeah. And stuff. That's so a, yeah. so the whole reason I chose that. I'm not from, saying it's aliens, yeah, but, it's, but aliens. it's aliens. No, but the whole reason I chose that for Mysterious World tonight was because I wanted to do the setup because on the off chance I come back at the end of February and be like. Dude, I got a mysterious world story. We saw some shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I, I. Am I even gonna believe you? Like that's gonna be interesting. I mean, I wouldn't just make shit up for the scent of like the pot for the no, for, the, for the point no, of the I'm, podcast yeah, or anything. Yeah. But you're not known for telling. Big I mean, like, listen, yeah. man. Like, uh, we went to Savannah um, last year and we stayed in yeah. two haunted Airbnbs that are oh, alleged. Yeah, two of them because we we did two nights in one place and we did two nights in another place. Okay. And uh, you know, didn't see didn't see anything. Nothing weird happened there, you know. But um, I this is the bedroom, but nothing ever happened in there. <laughs> what a shame! <laughs> what is that from? Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. thank you, thank you. You don't, you you. don't strike me as a scientist. Oh, really? He's like, yeah, most of them are stiff. She's like, you seem more like a game show host. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, um, so, so yeah. But yeah, if we, but if I come back with uh, with anything of note to talk about in, in February, I will let you know. Well, and, you know, even if I don't, if I if I come back, if I if I say like, hey, we went we went there and it's totally normal. They totally admitted it's totally like a farce or whatever. Yeah. Well, you know, well, in one of the places well, I, I stayed in Savannah, like there was supposed to be the, the ghost of a young girl that haunted there, and I actually talked to. Um, some I of the you st- say I actually talked to her. No, no, no. I talked to one of the staff there, and okay. I forget what the name of the young girl that was supposed supposedly died in the in the the bed and breakfast that we stayed in in Savannah. Okay, but I talked about I talked to her. I was just like, I was like, have any of you seen this uh, this little girl? And like and like the girl that was working the night desk, and she was just like, she's like, you know what? I've never seen her, but I hear her all the time that's kind of like what, yeah uh, she's like she's like they're about, like you right? know what like they're like at this point she's like she's just kind of a member of the staff like we just hear her there's a like show giggling and laughing go ahead there's a show with a bunch of ghosts that like like i think the wife can see but the husband can't and they live in this like old house and it's like a bed and breakfast type thing yeah and like the ghosts are like just part of the part of the they're, yeah, part, they're of just the part of the thing building and they have all kinds of ghost yeah. adventures right like yeah, yeah, but they said they're like, yeah, we we hear we hear the girl all the time and stuff, and like, and she's just kind of part of the crew. Okay, and we we just like, hey, you know, Very insert name here because I don't remember the name of the young girl. Be like, hey, we're going to bed now. Let's keep it quiet. Let's and then like, and then they say like, then after that, we just don't we don't hear anything else. You know, like <laughs> like you know, she's 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 not out to cause trouble. You know, she's just here. Well, that's rather nice. Of me. <laughs> yeah. So that's mysterious world for this week, man. That's a cool one, man. And it sounds like you guys are probably gonna have a fun time. Yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll be fun. Wow. Well, good luck with your your ghost adventure. <laughs> Thanks, man. I don't um I don't go searching for things like that, but uh Well, my girlfriend does. I, and, I, I respect hmm. that. I respect that. She's <laughs> awesome and uh 
I, I don't I don't I don't know what to say. I don't want to say I hope you see some shit. I kind of don't. I kind of do, but I kind of don't. Yeah, at the I know, same right? Time. Like, like, like mm-hmm. yeah. Like I, I mean, like if somebody comes down and is like, "Hey, well, here's the mystery of the pyramid solve," I'm probably going to be like, "All right, you know, I see a book or something." And like, here, this is all going to be BS. Like, but <laughs> I do want to know what mm-hmm. they did. You know? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, this has been a whirlwind of a show. This man. has been a big show, this unexpectedly a- large. Yeah, that's most what of she that's said. Probably- <laughs> That's what she said. There uh, you go. Part of that's my fault as well. So that's all right. I mean, that's yeah. cool, man. We've had a we've had a good time. But before we go tonight, we have to. We, I, I have to. I've got a well, we, Uncle Chuck is not unfortunately not with us tonight. But I have uh, have a little AI theater for us. Um. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right. So it's time for AI theater presents scripted delights. So this is our bit that we do. We've been doing it for a little while now. It's it's been fun, right? It's been uh, a good time. I agree. It's always interesting. So um, for this week's episode of AI Theater Presents Scripted Lights, I kind of piggybacked on something we talked about in an earlier episode where I was like, and and also kind of ties in with this episode, like, you know, what if what if the superhero movie is over, right? Uh, well, yeah, okay. Like, you know, the genre, the genre is over. What what comes up next to take its place? And I said the individual maybe action movie, something like that. And you said... The video game movie. Which we've seen great ones from Sonic, the Super mm-hmm. Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's probably others. There's, there, there, I'm I sure there's a lot Rygar. of others. Ooh, Rygar is a movie that would be fun. Wait, right? He's got the thing that like... Or yeah. Bionic Commander, the movie. That would be cool. Was that a was that a video game? Yeah, Bionic Commander. It was like he had the claw and he could swing. Kind of kind of Rygar-esque. Or okay. you could do... I mean, I'm sure Metal Gear set up that kid. They could do a movie. Oh, that, Metal Gear think. movie would be pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I went back to the OG Resident Evil is basically a movie. I mean, it's several movies. It's a zombie <laughs> movie. All right. Anyway, I went. I, I went back to the OG for this. And uh, who is who is the OG video game and our protagonist of all time? Of would you all say? time. Of all time. Like the dot from Pong. <laughs> You're like, close. No, uh, yeah. What What do you got? Pac Man. Ah, the Pac-Man. movie. Oh. So I. <laughs> this is so he's, silly. He's, is Pac-Man the first hero in video? I mean, he's besides like the first the, recognizable besides hero, right? The dot from Adventure, right? Yeah, and you fought the dragon. So, um, so for this, I went to AI and I said, <laughs> "Hey AI, write me a, a, a movie trailer for Pac-Man the movie." So we're going to be performing the movie trailer for Pac-Man the movie where uh, I, I'm going to be the movie announcer guy. Okay. Keith will be Pac-Man. Swear to me. Um, uh, do you, are you Glitch or do you want me to be Glitch? I'll be Glitch and Pac-Man. Okay, Glitch and Pac-Man. I'm going to be having a conversation with myself. And, and I will be um, Ms. Pac-Man. She only has one line in the trailer. Right, right. So I'll be Ms. Pac-Man for this. So everybody, please well, enjoy what... Should I say who I'm playing these characters as? Oh, yeah. yeah sorry. So, yeah. Uh, so, Keith made some artistic choices with this. Yeah. And he decided he wanted to cast certain people as Pac-Man, the protagonist, and the antagonist, Glitch. I'm going to do a very poor Clint Eastwood impression for Pac-Man. That's amazing. I love it. And uh, for Glitch, I think I'm going to be like the Penguin slash any, like, 1920s. Eh, yeah, see? see? Yeah, yeah. It's my town, copper. See? Yeah, that, okay. That kind of thing going on here. I love it. All right. All right. Everybody, please sit back, relax, and enjoy AI Theater Presents Theater. Scripted Delights. Uh-huh. 
now for another edition of AI Theater Presents Scripted Delight. If you're already laughing now, I don't know how we're going to get through this. <laughs> uh, it'll buff out. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pac-Man, the movie as written by AI. In a world where pixels reign supreme, he was a little yellow ball of courage, a plucky and hungry hero with an insatiable appetite for adventure. Follow him as he navigates through a neon-lit labyrinth, gobbling up dots and avoiding the clutches of the mischievous ghosts. The world needed a hero. The world needed a man. A Pac-Man. I may be small, but I've got the power to pixelate. But there's more than meets the eye in this pixelated world. As Pac-Man digs deeper, he discovers a hidden power within himself. The ability to manipulate and control pixels. With this newfound power, he must face off against a formidable enemy. The Glitch who threatens to corrupt the entire digital universe. Nah, see, you can't stop me, Pac-Man. Your world will crumble. It's time to level up. And now, with the help of his wife, Ms. Pac-Man, he unravels the power of the pixels to save the digital world from the evil glitch. There's no way you can eat all those power pellets. You'll die. Watch me, babe. <laughs> Will Pac-Man be able to munch his way to victory and save the world from pixelated chaos? Prepare for a pulse-pounding chase, a jaw-dropping power-up, and a maze of surprises around every corner. Your ghost can't catch me. I'm too fast, and I'm too hungry. Nah, it's over for you, Pac-Man. I have more lives than you could possibly imagine. Get ready to join Pac-Man on the adventure of a lifetime where the power of pixels holds the key to his destiny. Pac-Man! Power of the Pixels, coming soon to a theater near you. And scene. There we go. AI Theater. AI Theater presents. These are weird. Yeah, no, it's probably it's probably uh, gonna get a lot weirder, yeah, man. Scene. I don't know. What, I don't know what to tell you. It's, it's gonna, gonna get a lot weirder. It's gonna get a whole hell of a lot weirder as we go on and we start searching for ideas. But you know, we won't force it. You know, it's. Uh, so or, you play you playing video games over there, Playboy? No, I just is that like what's happening on the there, streets? You, know, kind of the you doing your taxes? I'm doing, <laughs> I'm doing, I'm doing my taxes. I'm doing my taxes. <laughs> it's all good. I'm not going to hold I'm, it against you. I'm shutting you. It's down fun. the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to go Which downtown. Which is fitting because this is the end of the show. It is the end of the Roughly. show, man. Man, this was a good time. This was long. Oh man, this was uh, this was a show and a half. I, I might even wager say a show and three quarters. Right? I'd like, say a show of shows. <laughs> No, this is a this is definitely our longest uh, show so yeah. far. Yeah, faux show, faux show. It's been a good time. Thanks for hanging out with us. 
You bet, man. Um, uh, thanks for hanging out with me. Yeah, and, uh, I can't wait to get back to it next week, man. Well, we will definitely see you next week. If you haven't tuned out already, I appreciate you guys staying. <laughs> if you haven't tuned out, if you're you, probably some, asleep. something you guys uh, would like to reach out to us, just uh, feel free to reach out, as, reach out to us oh, at yes. Zumundo at Outlook.com. We're also on Facebook at Zumundo Podcast. Yeah, uh, drop in, say hi, and uh, tell us what you guys want to hear on the show. But for now, I'm Doolin. And I'm Keith. Have a Zoomundus week, everybody. Thanks yeah. for hanging out with us. Hope everybody has a great week. Hey, let's order a pizza. I'm starving. You know yeah. what would make that pizza really good? What? Put a chicken and make it gay. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I was thinking pepperoni, but, you know. Pepperoni's good, too. Amazing I like, I like some pepperoni. Yeah. I like but, pizza. <laughs> who doesn't like pizza? I don't know. The Ninja Turtles love them they some love pizza. pizza. They used to drink beer, too. You know that? What? Bullshit. Yeah, back in the original uh, thing, yeah. They I drink don't, beer and pizza. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. Oh, yeah, man. They were talking. Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles.